The following podcast is for mature audiences only. Anything you hear in this podcast in regards to clips or music, I do not own any of it. All credit absolutely goes to the artist. For anything you may hear in this podcast regarding clips or especially music, it is strictly me trying to promote my love of music and to hopefully send people towards some new music themselves. If you cannot handle anything in this podcast, which which includes anything serious, raunchy humor, raunchy topics, well, I mean more serious topics, or anything you cannot handle, this podcast is not for you. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Let's rise again together. Previously on State of the Real Union, rise again. I told you all Adam Cole was the devil. I fucking told you. I said Adam Cole needs to be the devil. If he doesn't do it, if Tony Khan doesn't pull the fucking trigger, then AEW is fucked in 2024. I'm calling it now. Adam Cole needs to be the devil. Period. I'm in the empire business. Allow me to reintroduce myself.
everybody. Thank you so very much for joining us right here on Wrestle Empire. This is episode four, and as always, I am joined by my brethren and my badass co-host, Alan. My brother, what's going on, man? Guy, Sky, Sky, what is going on? It's getting a little hot in here. Ooh. I think we might be living in the devil's kingdom. Oh, man. Oh, I know. Oh, I love the ending to World's End, man. And I'm doing okay, man. How are you? Doing good, doing good. A little tired. Um, yeah, I know. You I know. mean, I saw you earlier today, and you looked like you were about to pass the fuck out. But I'm proud of you for lasting this long, man. <laughs> fucking, pr- fucking proud it, of you. It's a, um, yeah, man. Uh, how was the rest of your day before we begin? It was good. It was good. It was, uh, you know, just rewatching a little bit of Wrestle Kingdom. Of course, um, on the other side of the world in Japan, we had Wrestle Kingdom 18. So I was I was going back after I got home and uh, rewatching some of the matches. Right. Um, you know, it's it's like I said last uh, episode. It's a it's a week's worth of wrestling for me. I think I uh, watched probably about. 15 hours of wrestling yesterday shit um, man I, you know i had wrestle kingdom i had aew dynamite i watched stardom so it was a you know it was a pretty long stretch from about seven to about six this morning and then, um and then watched it again when i got home and so you know i got a got rh later on today got uh tna impact i'm probably gonna watch and then uh Maybe go to bed and wake up and try to catch a little bit of this New Year's dash that's going to happen uh, tonight. Right, right. Let me ask you this. Um, do you think now that they're going back to TNA, the name TNA instead of Impact Wrestling, do you think maybe they may have a chance of entering their horse in the race for wrestling promotion, top wrestling promotion? You know, you know what? I think they're always going to be number three, to be honest with you. Uh, WWE is going to be number one for a while. I mean, AEW is doing great things. They're just a young company. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, TNA Impact, if you've been watching their product, they have really grown um, over the past couple of years. Um, Right. Great stars, great action. Um, I think for them to grow, though, they need to get off of that access channel and get onto a... uh, bigger platform so i'm hoping this streaming uh with endeavor helps them out mm-hmm. um but you know what they have their new paper they have the pay-per-view coming up uh next week and i look forward to it i think it's gonna be pretty good some big uh big matches have been announced already so you know what can't wait for it i i love it i love it what matches have been announced for the return pay-per-view of tna so they're doing the ultimate x division so far uh, with the women, um, they have Tasha Stills is the first announced. They mm-hmm. announced, um, I think Alex Shelley and Okada. Fight somebody. I know there's there, there's some there's some New Japan guys popping up. I think Kent is gonna show up. I know yesterday they just announced uh, Josh Alexander versus Alex Hammerstone, which should be a good match. Uh, Alex Hammerstone is uh, just ended with the MLW. Right. Um, he, he was one of their top stars. He was their champion. You know, earlier um, before Jacob Fatu and uh, Alex Kane, so he's he'll be doing a great thing with Josh Alexander. I want I'm looking forward to that match. 
So other than that, you know, I said there's some pretty good matches. I'd have to go back and kind of see the whole rundown. Right. Uh, but the but the car, the matches that I've seen so far have looked good. Damn. Well, I'll have to keep an eye on TNA because I remember for the longest of time, TNA was number two to WWE. But, you know, now we got AEW and, you know, I'm very excited to see what 2024 has in store for all of the wrestling promotions, New Japan, TNA, and then, of course, our two main ones, WWE and AEW, man. So on that note... I think we know where we're going to start at. Do you want to start us off with um, the obvious? Yes, yes. Let's go ahead and start about that real fast. Um, so I'm guessing you, I'm going to go ahead and say that you watched uh, World's End and oh, Dynamite yeah. this past week. Start to finish. Start to finish on both. So, gotta, no, go ahead. So, well, Go ahead and talk your stuff, and then um, I'll go ahead and I can talk about what I was about to say. No, you're good. So, I got to tell you, that opening, I was not expecting that promo that Adam Cole and, um, you know, Roddy, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Wardlow. I was not expecting that to start the first Dynamite of 2024. And I got to tell you something. One thing in there kind of gave it away for me, and I'm sure you probably heard it too. One thing in there gave it away, like, oh, MJF's coming back, and he is going to be out for blood. And that was when Adam Cole said, MJF is gone, and he ain't never coming back. Normally, if a, if a wrestler says that about another wrestler, I think that's in the bag that MJF is going to be back when he's 100%. And we're going to get him and Cole again, but this time it's going to be fucking personal. What do you think? I agree. And that was the question that I was going to ask you first. Is MJF truly done with AEW? Um, no. You know, I think if he was, they wouldn't bring his name up. They're not talking about, you know, we kicked him out and this and that. Um, but I do think it's going to be a while before we see him. Absolutely. You know, being over being 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 a champion for for a year, over a year, um, and how banged up he was, you know, he gets that deserved break. Um yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and you know, I, I love their promo. You know, we got their new name, Undisputed Kingdom. We got we got, you know, we, we got we got their plan. We got who who's going after what titles, what their objective is. Um you know, so really, we don't really need MJF, you know. Right now. Right now. A- absolutely. One thing I am disappointed and one thing that I am kind of curious to see is, um, number one, I saw a comment on, I think it was a video that was posted of the big reveal um, from Saturday where... I, or no, 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 no. I think it was Twitter, actually. And someone, I forgot who the fucking username was. He said the name of the new group should be Hell's Kingdom, which, you know, obviously, shout out to the name of the title of today's episode four. But that's one thing. Another thing that I am very curious about is what's Wardlow's role, uh, uh, role in all of this? Because... 
Did you notice him whenever he gave that little smirk, whenever Adam Cole said, whenever Wardlow climbs up the ranks and challenges whoever the AEW world champ is, and then when Adam Cole is 100% that Wardlow is going to surrender the title, he gave a fucking smirk that said, yeah, right. What do you, did you notice that? I did, I did. Um, and to go back to your first question about the, you know, Undisputed Kingdom or Hell's Kingdom, you know, I think I think they can probably drop that Undisputed name. I, I get why they want to keep it. Um, and I think they could have probably came up with a better name. Hell's, Hell's Kingdom sounds good. I don't know how... I don't know how far into the this devil uh, they're going to do Adam Cole. You know, we, we all know that he, he was a devil... We all know that he turned on MJF. I don't know if they're going to continue that. And maybe that's why they didn't go down that route. Right. Um, you know, me personally, I would love just to, for them to be the kingdom again. Oh, um, yeah. Or, or come up with another name. I think uh, Undis- Undisputed Kingdom, uh, you know, we've, we've had, what, three three versions now of that? Undisputed Era, Undisputed Elite, and now the Undisputed Kingdom. I think we we, we get the point. At, you know, I think everybody gets the point. Yes. Um. You know, I think we could have probably came up with a better name, but I get that's his his faction name that he's bannered that he's been under, you know, since NXT. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, to speak on Warlow, yeah, I definitely saw that smirk when he said he'll hand me the title once he wins it. That look, um, you know, I think that's just Tony Khan planting the seeds for the future. I think they've done a great job at yeah. foreshadowing. If you actually pay attention, you know, mm-hmm. The Adam Cole devil mask uh, um, with that promo that started off. I don't know if you saw whenever uh, Adam Cole and, and MJF hugged back in the day. You saw Adam Cole use his fist to hit MJ's back, like stabbing him in the back. I think I little, did see that. There's yes. little foreshadowings that if you pay attention, you know, you can, it kind of, he's kind of revealing what's going to happen. And so I think that might be a little, that might be a little foreshadowing into what Warlow's going to do. And maybe push him up to be that next big star. Um, mm-hmm. I do. I do see him being that. You know, that enforcer. That you know, he they might push him into the forefront right now where Adam Cole's hurt. Um, right. You know, we did see Roddy said that he was going to go after the uh, the international title, and then you know, of course, the Kingdom has the Ring of Ring of Honor tag team titles. So right. I think it makes sense for for Warlow to go after that that world title. Being he is the bigger guy out of everybody, he is the muscle, and you know they can kind of groom him into being maybe the next big star in AEW. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, going back to what you said at the beginning, I really did like that there was a plan involved in this. Like they wasted no time. Um, one thing I am very interested in. It was on the tip of my tongue. Let me think for a second. Um, one thing I'm very interested in is whenever Jay White and the guns came out, and uh, so did the acclaimed. And I wonder if that's going to set up for a temporary alliance between Bullet Club Gold and the acclaimed, you know, because they both, I mean, first of all, Jay White came out. And basically gave Adam Cole credit, but also, like, did the whole really what the fuck, dude. 
Like you attacked me and I was collateral damage in your plot to take away everything from MJF. Do you think we have a potential alliance going on between the acclaimed and the, and the bullet club gold? I, I don't think we're going to get an alliance out of those two factions. I think they're going to be more of just, they're going to be out for blood out for revenge themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it gives um, the Undisputed Kingdom uh, a disadvantage being down two guys. If you look at it, you know you you have or you you have you'd have a six you'd have a six man team um, with the Bullet Club Go and the Acclaim versus just the four uh, uh, guys in the Undisputed Kingdom. Unless we get a new member of that group, you know, let's say Kyle O'Reilly comes back. Right. Maybe you can see something, but I think for now we probably will see, um, you know, singles tag team and maybe triple, uh, you know, six man matches yeah. with those three with those three factions going at it. Um, of course, you know, you saw at the end when they try to shake hands, they just they dipped, they left the ring. So you know, I, I don't I don't see it. I still see Bullet Club Gold as being uh, tweeners. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna fight hills. And they're going to be the faces. They're also going to be the hills when they fight the faces. And yeah. acclaimed, of course, are faces at this point. They're going to get cheered. So, Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So, to be very honest with you, going back to Bullet Club Gold, I could see possibly at some point when Juice Robinson returns, which, if I'm not mistaken, he's due back soon. I could see there being like a four-on-four match. Um. I don't know. I think there's a lot to unfold with that scenario, but I do like it um, with the fact that um, the Undisputed Kingdom, God, such a stupid fucking name. Um, Wish it was Hell's Kingdom. Um, That they basically already have enemies, you know, for basically making them collateral damage to unseat MJF. But I'm telling you right now, man, as soon as MJF comes back, um, it is going to be fucking nuts when the time is right that he does return. And I can already see like an epic, I don't know, like um, like a like a package on the uh, on the Tron, you know, where kind of like how we did after seeing Punk and Mox in Chicago. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. So. I would like to see something like that, but obviously um, it's going to be a while before we see that. But uh, let me ask you this as well, because this is something um, that has been um, a question going back to what you said about Roddy and the international title. Do you see Roddy winning the international title from Orange Cassidy? You know what? I honestly see him winning all the belts. Minus the world championship, mm-hmm. um, I you know what I think I'm always a big fan of, you know the hottest or the or the baddest hill group having all the belts and having the faces chase them. I think that's money. Um, yes, you know, and Ro- Roddy's been doing great things. You know, I don't know if he's going to continue with this next strong gimmick that he's been pushing lately. No, he won't. Um, but you know, he's been doing great. He's been having great matches when he's been fighting. He's you know the crowd; he he can get the crowd, you know, riled up. Um, I think he'd be a great candidate to the throne. You know, Orange. I could see that happening as soon as you know uh, their next pay per view in March. 
yeah, no, I, which, you know, we'll get into previewing the road to revolution because that's going to be the next event. And we got plenty of time to see um, what is going to unfold, which I actually do miss that, you know, being able to have a break between the pay-per-views, you know, I mean, now don't get me wrong. And, you know, I know you like to watch, pretty much almost every AEW pay-per-view, but I've liked the break. It gives it a long time to build a story. Um, it gives it a long time to set up for the card. Um, you know, kind of like how last year, last year's revolution, we got that legendary MJF and Brian Danielson 60-minute Iron Man match. I thought the build to that was fucking fantastic. You know, that Brian had to beat a select few of competitors in order to get a shot at MJF. And in return, he beat all the competitors and he got to choose the fucking stipulation. Did you miss that? I do. I, I, that's the one thing I do like about AEW is that they don't do a monthly pay-per-view. Um, like, you, like you said, it does, it does lead to you know, storylines being built out and you can... I think it doesn't feel rushed putting things together. Um, I do know that they're looking into, you know, of course, adding more pay-per-views because that's what uh, Warner Brothers want. And, of course, that's what helps with revenue. Um, but you know what? If they could go maybe like one or two months before pay-per-view, I think that would, you know, definitely help um, with the um, with the storylines. Or, you know, have a pay-per-view every month but maybe feature different wrestlers on each month. That way you can still extend those storylines and you can get more shine for everybody. Yeah, no, I mean, that's to add more to the storyline um, if they were to go to monthly pay-per-views. Me, personally, I get that Warner Brothers wants monthly pay-per-views, but I'm going to be very honest with you. And me, personally, as someone who pretty much didn't miss a single pay-per-view uh, this past year, um, don't get me wrong. Is it worth the 50 bucks? Sure. But the cost can build, you know, and I can already tell you right now, I will be watching revolution and definitely double or nothing, especially if we get anarchy in the arena three with undisputed kingdom. And then I think we may have our answer in regards to who could potentially team with MJF. You know, going back to the acclaimed and uh, Bullet Club Gold, can you see that? Yeah, I definitely can see um, him teaming up with them. You know, I think I, I want. I got. I guess we'll have to see how, of course, this uh, storyline builds up because I think we're gonna get down to, uh, you know, when he does get back, is is he gonna be able to trust anybody after his best friend did that to him? Which, you know, maybe he doesn't trust anybody. Maybe he goes and finds his own, you know, friends. Um, and they go yep. down that, you know, I think, I think like I said, when he gets back, I think it's going to be, you know, must watch TV. It's going to be must watch to see what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but no, going back to the point, like I want to be able to have a break to be able to save money, to be able to get ready for the next round of pay-per-views, you know? So, I think the pay-per-views that they have right now, Revolution, Double or Nothing, 
all in, all out, um, wrestle dream, uh, full gear and world's end. I think that's, that's perfect enough, you know, and, you know, maybe down the road, if, you know, Tony Khan can get some of the creative stuff under check, then okay, maybe I can see it. Maybe I can personally see um, a pay-per-view every month. But, of course, for, like, the hardcore AEW fans like myself and you, you know, it. for me, if they were to do that, um, it depending on what is on the card, that's going to determine, you know, if I'm going to buy the pay-per-view or not. And that's what I'm a little nervous about because – I like the pay-per-views they have now, you know? And if they want to keep it as this for now, fine. But to expand it to 12 months, for like all the hardcore AEW fans out there, I could just see the cost building up and it being a little overwhelming, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, right now, I think we have about eight pay-per-views for AEW now at, at this point. Absolutely. Um, you know, with what All In, All Out, Full Gear, Wrestle Dream, World's End, World's End now, Double or Nothing, Revolution, uh, Forbidden Door. I, oh, I, Forbidden Door. Thank you. I forgot about Forbidden Door. You know, I, so I, yeah, I knew I was missing something. No, thank you, dude. But uh, no, continue. So, you know, I think we're only missing really a, a January pay per view. A February pay-per-view and an April pay-per-view and maybe a July. I think those are the only four months that don't have one right now. So I think they're getting really close. I I agree with you. I I would love for them to keep this format for you know a while. Uh, maybe even move one of those pay-per-views, um, you know, to the spring. I for me, I think having you know back-to-back pay-per-views in a week is is going to be hard for the fans. Yeah. Um. You know, I think that that's my only concern for that. Um, I love I love to see maybe all out move to you know April, yeah. Or, you know, so I guess we'll figure out and see what they have what they what they go starting for twenty twenty four. Um, you know, but I do see you know great things happening for AEW. Oh, I do too, and we'll we'll get into even more, especially when we get into uh, Swerve and Hangman Three, which you know has been a big talking point for you and I for a while. But I want to ask you this um, before we move on. Um, Do you see AEW getting like a WWE Network type of deal this year? I do. I think, you know, I think it's in the books. They have to be getting something. I know um, Max is already kind of getting ready to launch their live sporting events. I know they've done a couple of things, and I know like in Max Mexico, they had their um, their live sports on there. I think at some point this year, they're getting ready. They'll get ready to push that live, you know, streaming platform, and hopefully, we do see AEW, um, you know, back catalog on Max. A- absolutely. Now, going back to the twelve pay per views a year. I'll tell you one thing that would make me interested if they do what Peacock is doing, where if you pay monthly, like a minimum amount for, you know, the subscription service, 
you know, you get all the pay-per-views for free. Now, if AEW and Warner Brothers wanted to do that, okay, you now have my attention. You know, I think that could save people a lot of money. You know, um, it would be worth the price of a monthly subscription. And if there's past pay-per-views, you know, that a lot of us would like to see, you know, that we didn't get to see when AEW first started, you know, I would totally be on board with that. But, you know, that's why this is going to be a big year for AEW. And if there's one thing, which I know pretty much you want to see it, if there's one thing I want to see, I want to see them do what WWE's doing with Peacock, but on Matt. They do that, I will totally be on board with, um, you know, a pay-per-view every month, you know? Oh, most definitely. I would much rather pay, uh, you know, $100, $110 a year um, for Max, which I, which I have already. So it, it's not going to, I'm not going to charge me anything else, you know, I, but I would pay, you know, an additional $50 for that to get every pay-per-view. It, it's going to save money on the long run. You know, I'd be able to watch pay-per-views anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, and definitely, you know, get that back catalog of dynamites and collisions on there. Rampage. Um, rampages you know anything that they have um and see them expand you know they they have that doc they had that that uh the series last year um with adam cole and Britt baker and sammy and all them you know oh yeah i love that i love that show all access or whatever it was called um you know i would love for them to to do that and put that on 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 a little network have a little document uh you know have stuff like that i think uh that definitely would help the branding for aw and people Absolutely. who don't know certain wrestlers, because AEW does grab from, um, you know, a lot of indies. Um, mm -hmm. They do grab, you know, um, stars that are not from the U.S. And people might not know about them in Mexico. Um, you know, do little document series about them, uh, you know, to get uh, those uh, fans invested in those uh, wrestlers. Oh, yeah, no. And, you know... If they were to go to a network or a streaming platform deal, you know, so many ideas for new shows um, can be made, you know, like documentary series, um, you know, I can already see like a documentary series being made on Sting and the road to his final match, you know, that would be fucking awesome if um, Max and AEW were to do that. You know, the one thing I will miss, though, um, should they go to a streaming platform is on Bleacher Report, which is where I do all my pay-per-view ordering. Um, once you buy the pay-per-view, you pretty much own the son of a bitch, you know? Yeah, yeah. Where you get the where you can just rewatch it over and over again. Yeah. Now, granted, if an AEW streaming deal habits, we'll be able to do it on there as well, you know, but I, I am going to miss the fact, you know, doing Bleacher Report, but hey, whatever it takes for AEW to grow and to do even better, which I can see um, come 2024, um, I'm all, I'm all on board. Like you and I are both on board with it, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. And I'm pretty sure every fan in AEW will be Oh yeah, a absolutely, absolutely. Well, with that being said, let's uh, let's move on. So, 
Um, another thing that um, I want, another thing that I want to address is um, that Christian Cage, uh, State of the Union address from Wednesday. I don't know about you, but I think we're going to see a Luchasaurus, or I guess what everyone's calling him now, kill switch. Face turn. What are your thoughts in that state of the year? Oh, you know, I totally agree. I think at some point we're going to see that face turn from Luchasaurus. I mean, you saw the crowd reaction whenever they're chanting his name and all that. Um, I think they're planting the seeds where it's just going to be Nick Wayne, Christian, and his mom. Um, you know, and then you, maybe you get that feud with, uh, you know, maybe you see him teaming up with uh, Copeland and you see Luchasaurus and Copeland fight. Um, Christian and, and Nick. Yeah. Um, and, then, and have him go after the title. I definitely see that happening. You know, loved, loved whenever Christian was thanking everybody and he was about to thank Killswitch and he said himself. I thought that was the greatest <laughs> bullshit promo you could do. <laughs> and it made me laugh. Oh, no. I I for sure definitely a hundred percent agree with you on that. That promo right there, already so far, along with Adam Cole's explanation, was hands down the best promo already, heel promo of twenty twenty four. When I first saw that, I swear to you, dude, I was like, "You cocky son of a bitch! What the fuck are you doing?" If it wasn't for Kill Switch, you would not be two-time TNT champion. That was such a bastard move, dude. I was, like you, I was cracking up too. I was like, dude, you just set yourself up for, you know, to put yourself at a disadvantage, you know, uh, going forward. Now, when do we get the face turn from Luchasaurus? That remains to be seen. But no, absolutely. Um I I think Christian Cage as well is going to have a very big 2024. What are your thoughts? Oh, definitely. I mean, he had a great 2023. Um, top top tier mic work, top tier um, you know wrestling. He's doing the best in his career. I think he like he said he said he's elevating that TNT title. I Absolutely. agree. I think he is doing a great job holding that title. Um, you know, I look forward to seeing what his next feud is going to be. Hopefully, we don't see an, a Copeland feud for a long run. Um, I would love to see him open up and actually challenge some new fighters. You know, kind of refresh that up and then, you know, come back around and get uh, let, let Copeland have his rematch. Yeah, where hopefully Adam can finally beat him fair and square, which, you know, that's where I could see you know, Luchasaurus, um, you know, turning face again and teaming with Adam, you know, and maybe possibly leading him um, or shit. Maybe I could even see Adam helping Luchasaurus, you know, I mean, that that's something that I would be very interested in seeing. Um, let me ask you this. Um, if we were to get a Christian Cage, a Luchasaurus match or a uh, Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage 3, how soon do you think we could get it? I'm thinking Revolution. What do you think? 
Um, I can see Revolution. Um, if not, it de- definitely uh, Double or Nothing. I don't. I don't think they're gonna wait almost a full year to have that last rematch. Um, especially with just the hot feud and how he won the title again. Um, mm-hmm. you know, sooner than later, it's always gonna be better. Um, you know, I, there's nothing going on for both of them outside of each other. Um, right. So yeah, definitely can probably see it at Revolution. If not, maybe you, you do that last shot at uh, Double or Nothing as one of the top, you know, co-main events. Maybe to, you know, they stipulate where if he doesn't win, it's the last time he gets a challenge for that title or some uh, something along those lines. Yeah, while Christian Cage is the champion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. And, you know, especially because Double or Nothing is like probably the second biggest pay-per-view, um, you know, yearly for AEW. I think Las Vegas would be a perfect place for you know adam copeland to finally win the tnt title you know but give adam copeland a break you know like you said um maybe do luchasaurus and christian cage at um revolution Revolution. but um my question is this um i thought by now we were gonna see a darby allen versus christian cage rematch because if you remember correctly before wrestle dream christian cage said that if um adam copeland sting and darby allen beat christian cage luchasaurus and nick wayne that darby allen would get a, a tnt title shot and you know with revolution being the next pay-per-view you know i think it's already safe to say that sting's final match is going to be against Darby Allen. So what I don't understand and what I don't like, um, the one questionable decision I have with Tony Khan is, you know, the long, the long wait of circling back around to certain feuds. Now, obviously the big one that he didn't fuck up on is uh, Swerve and Hangman, which we'll get into um, here in just a minute. But, um, you know, why are we not getting a Darby and Christian Cage rematch for the TNT title? I think that just has to do more with Sting's retirement than anything. Um, yeah. You know, you if, if Sting wasn't going to retire um, in, in, in March, or if, you know, he already retired, I think we would have saw that a lot sooner. I think what Tony did was pull him out of that because he needs him for that Sting retirement. Um. You know, and that's why I see Darby not inserting that picture. Like I said, he does have a lot of things going out. He does want to climb Everest. He wants to, you know, he's doing his skateboarding. His he's doing his extreme sports stuff. Um, and this and with this thing, I think Tony Khan's doing that, making that decision to pull him from those title pictures and let him do the stuff that he wants to do. Let let him do the thing retirement, and then I probably we probably will see him uh, inserted back into those title pictures. Yeah, especially when he's all on his own now, when Sting finally hangs it up. You know, and I do see, I do see them moving now towards that Don Callis family feud. Uh, of course, we had Takeshka and Darby this week on Dynamite. Yeah, um, you know, we had them fight at World's End, so I think they're going to probably push him into that feud with Sting. Um, you know, and then circle back around to that title once that concludes. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually glad you brought that up 
Um, I think the Don Callis family feud with uh, Sting and Darby, I think that is a perfect last feud for, um, you know, Sting and Darby as a team because come March, um, we're going to see um, Sting versus Darby and it doesn't need to be against anybody else for Sting's retirement match. That needs to be a passing of the torch. Don't you agree? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. So um, let me ask you this, though, um, going to the Don Callis and um, or the Don Callis family and uh, Sting and Darby. Um, so first of all, I like that being the last feud as um, a team as a team together for Sting and Darby Allen. Can you see that lasting at the very least until the middle of February? Because what I don't want in, in that feud is I don't want it to be a short feud because one of my biggest problems, you know, is the lack of TV time that uh, the Don Callis family has gotten. And you, and you already know real well by now my thoughts on, um, you know, we were robbed of a Don Callis family versus elite storyline. Can you see that feud um, with Sting and Darby um, with the Don Callis family going a little while? You know, I, I don't, it's, I think it's going to take up till revolution. I think that's what they're going to push to now that Kenny's out. Um, you know, and maybe we don't see a Sting versus Darby match for his final match. Maybe we see a Don Callis family versus, you know, them two for the very end. Um, I think, you know, it looks like Tony Khan had to rewrite all of that to kind of, you know, help everybody out after the loss of Kenny. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I do see that feud with them, um, with Don Callis and Sting and Darby going on for the next, you know, two, three months till the end. Um, they got a tag match, of course, what next week at Daly's place, yeah. At Daly's place, they could always insert different wrestlers. He could always, I think, next week it's going to be Takeshka and, and Hobbs. Hobbs. Um, yeah. we can always see um Kyle Fletcher fighting there in the singles or you know, tag team, or they could do triple uh six man tag. So, I, I think we definitely will see some sort of matches from them for the next couple of months up until things retirement. Absolutely. Um, I'm wondering if the feud now is going to be, um, even though we already saw this match, but I guess we didn't see uh, Kyle Fletcher in the match at World's End. What I'm curious to see is, is the Don Callis family going to recruit more members, but possibly the Bucks, because you know Kyle Fletcher is busy with uh, ROH now. He's still a part of the Don Callis family, um, you know. But I'm, what I'm wondering, you know, is are we going to see the Bucks join the Don Callis family? Because you know you still gotta, um, you still gotta, you know, think about the possibility because now Sammy has a beef with the Don Callis family. Um, can you see Chris Jericho and Sammy more involved with Sting and Darby on their side and maybe like a new member or two for the Don Callis family? Yeah, that definitely could happen. Like I said, we don't, we only have, uh, you know, three members right now. I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens with Will Ospreay 
when he comes back. Um, no, because he's technically a part of the of the Don Cows family as well. Um, you know, and once he's done with his contract at New Japan, I want to re see him be on a you know be on his own as a singles competitor, or yeah. we see him come in as part of the Don Cows family. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think once we kind of have a good picture of what's that going to be like, then I guess we can kind of turn towards you no. Know, do they need a double a tag team? two people or do they just need you know a single competitor right right but, you know with with the bucks turning hill are kind of going to be looking at going towards that hill route you know i could definitely see them being a part of the donk house family if they wanted to link up with a faction yeah no absolutely and plus they have beef with chris jericho um for you know basically quote unquote stealing kenny from them and taking so, their time up. yeah that that too yes thank you um so i get again i agree with you um we'll have to wait and see on that um speaking of chris jericho i think you know where i'm gonna go next with this um did you obviously heard the story about um Nick Hausman basically walking back his comments or his story on the Chris Jericho and Kylie Ray situation. Did you hear about that? I, I didn't hear him walking back on it. Um, again, that's old information. Whenever I saw that, I was like, I don't even care. It's like four years ago and it's already been brought out. Um, so for me, I knew it. I, I knew going in when I saw that story that it was nothing that I haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Um, again, um, you know, due process. He, there's no. I don't. I don't believe there's any um, evidence, evidence or anything like that. And I know Kylie Ray, Ray hasn't spoken about it. Um, you know, I do hope there is a process. You know what? And you know, if I was AEW, I would, I would just do an investigation. Doesn't hurt anybody, you know, to you know hear a rumor and investigate just in case it is true. Um, yeah. But you know, again, I think that was from what all accounts was just a drunken, a drunken text message, and uh, you know, people acting up. I don't. So did he? Did he walk back on his statement or? So from what I heard, shit. Let me let me get my phone real quick. Um. So I think I saw something on Twitter, um, where um, he he kind of did, um. But I mean, um, hold on, let me let me look because I could have sworn I saw something. Um, let me let me type it in. Um, but um, no, I absolutely. Well, I'm typing. God damn it, my phone's fucking slow. Um, so one thing, going back to what you said, that an investigation wouldn't hurt. Um, I do know that a lot of people and I'm not even going to go down this rabbit hole of like sensitive society, you know, uh, somebody or a lot of people were upset by Tony's comments at the, uh, or like his response to the, you know, we won't comment on that. Um, you know, it's like, what, what does it, what does it matter? Like they're trying to do a pay-per-view, you know, and like if it's if they're handling it privately, like Tony's handling it privately, like what does it matter? You know? 
Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I watched the press conference. I, I saw whenever they were, he was asked, you know, multiple times about it, brought up the whole, you know, that they do run, you know, investigations and, and, and whatnot. Um, did see the backlash on that too. And, um, you know, I agree, you know, if, if there is a, a non-source rumor going around, there's really nothing you can do per se. I know, again, whenever this first came out during the Me Too movement, and it was, you know, the reason why Kylie Ray quit, um, I, do f- I do think that she did say that it wasn't even that, that she quit for other reasons, um, for other personal reasons. And so, um, you know, right. for that, again, whenever I saw that, you know, rehashed, my first initial thought was, I thought that everybody already saw these allegations and rumors. I didn't, you know, for me, again, it was just a distraction from the pay-per-view. Um, yeah. You know, and I don't, I'm guessing, and, and you know, it, it all started with the, with the text about NDAs and whatnot and all that. So, um, you know, and for my from my thinking, I, I think that she'd have an uh, NDA signed by the company, not by Jericho. Um, yeah. But you know, again, you never know. I can't say. I'm not saying that. You know, I I wasn't there. I obviously don't Oof. know what happened. I don't know the story. Um, you know, so I'm not passing judgment on anybody. You know, let's see the facts before anything can happen. Again, I agree. You know, my statement is, hey, you know what? If you have, you know, an investigation doesn't hurt. If it if it is true, then you know whatever actions need to happen need to happen. If it turns out false, you know, then hey, look, we did an investigation and it was false and move on. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So what I found out on it, and I'll give my thoughts on it real quick. Um, so I'm seeing one report saying that he did backtrack on it, and then apparently he came out and said he never backtracked anything. So I think what we'll do uh, before I get my thoughts on the situation real quick, um, which I do have a question for you here in just a second. Um, So I, so what we'll do is I want to listen to what he said about it, about him possibly backtracking, and then we'll save that for a future episode of Wrestle Empire, because uh, that's a whole different subject for another day. My thoughts on the situation, and I do have a question for you. Are you talking about the confrontation that he had with CM Punk's lawyer about the NDAs regarding a brawl out? Yes. Okay, so I, I could see that being you know factored into this. So, um, look, if it is true, we will wait and see what happens. We will absolutely wait and see what happens. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me, let me backtrack for a second. I agree. The investigation would not hurt. If it is not true, then everybody needs to move the fuck on. You know, everybody needs to move the fuck on because Chris Jericho is a legend. He is a Hall of Famer, you know, and, you know, he's one of the faces of AEW. But, you know, to save um, public relations, you know, save AEW on the PR side, you know, 
they should immediately do an investigation on it. If it's not true, everybody needs to move the fuck on. If it is true, then um, I don't know. Um, maybe Tony Khan, you know, could suspend him indefinitely. You know, he could suspend him indefinitely. Um, you know, kind of like you know, what he did with Jack Perry after, you know, the brawl at All In with CM Punk. But what I don't like about this entire fucking situation is, you know, it's it's a problem in today's society where, you know, it's no longer innocent until you're proven guilty. It's now guilty until you're proven innocent. That, I think, is fucking stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no, I totally understand, you know, if you want to say comment on that, totally fine. I'm saying me personally, um, until we have all the facts together, we just need to shut the fuck up and let due process take its course. And I don't know why people do it nowadays, but that's a conversation safe for another day. Um, so I guess we'll just keep an eye on that story and you know i'll listen to the podcast um with nick hausman and um we'll we'll have a different episode uh for another day you know sounds good sounds good yeah so let's move on um i'll let you pick the next topic um what else from the new aew or the first aew 2024 stood out to you Let's talk about the debut of Mariah May. Ooh, good so, one. Good one. I'll let, I'll hand it off to you to start us off. You know, we've been we've known that she's been signed for weeks. We know that she is Tony. I guess we're gonna call what Tony Storm's prodigy, Tony Storm's uh number one fan. Um, you know, and she finally had her first match this week. Um, and I've been, you know, I've been a big fan of hers since she debuted in stardom, Mm -hmm. um, you know, where she was, you know, part of the club Venus table, um, very Mm -hmm. young, very new, you know, she is a strong style wrestler. Um, you know, when she was in stardom, some of those drop kicks, um, you know, those, those hits that she does good. Um, you know, and then her match yesterday, I think was just a great debut, um, Absolutely. I think her, her, and who it was Queen Queen uh, Amadala or whatever her name was. Uh, you know, yeah, great match, that, great match. It it was. Um, yeah, no, I can't pronounce that name. I know it's definitely not Amidala. Shout out yeah. to Star Wars, by the way. Um, <laughs> but um, no, um, so obviously we're also leading to um the big story of Deanna Perrazzo officially signing with AEW. Um, let me say this regarding that. Um, I kind of hope that she's not the one who's going to beat Tony Storm. Now, obviously, Deanna Perrazzo is a big, big, big name in women's wrestling. But, you know, the story with Tony Storm it either needs to be Mariah May or, of course, Jamie Hayter. 
um, you know, unseating Tony Storm as the women's champion. Um, where do you see Deanna Perrazzo, um fitting into all this? Where do you see this going after the confrontation with her and Mariah May? She She's going straight to the top. I mean, great wrestler, great pickup by Tony Khan. You know, we talked about how he was going after free agents in 2024. Yes. You know, I think, you know, the first big sign that we saw – you know, you great. You get a great woman's wrestler in Diana Perrazzo. I see her feuding with Mariah May. To kind, of, to, Tony Storm's gonna push her. We all know that Tony Storm's gonna make her feud, so she doesn't have to fight her. So I think we see that you know first feud right there going on, and then I do see Diana getting that title shot sometime later on in the year. Yeah, uh, but obviously her not beating Tony Storm because. Again, it need, either needs to be um, Mariah May or um, uh, Jamie, right? You know, I mean, depends. I I could definitely see her winning it. Um, I don't think it's gonna really? hurt the brand. I don't think it's gonna hurt the division. Um, and like I said, yes, I said yesterday. I was talking to some some of my friends. The AEW Women's Division is gonna be stacked this year. Absolutely, um, it is gonna be a division to watch um you know like we like i said on the last episode you're gonna have of course tony storm champion you have mariah may i think now everybody's seen what she can do you got the new signing in diana perrazzo you have hopefully Britt baker coming back healthy you hopefully get jamie Hayter coming back healthy you got sky blue julia abaddon thunder rose um mm-hmm. All Athena, Billy Starks. I'm just, you know, rather than off, there's a great division there that needs to be pushed, and also with you know the rumors of Mercedes Monet signing with AEW. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's some things that we can do. I know Tony Khan said he's not. He 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 is definitely interested in maybe a women's tag team title. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the 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 hard thing than trying to be finding that time to push all those, you know, women's wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But I do see big things coming for 2024. Any one of those women can hold a title. Um, I don't think it's going to hurt storylines. Um, when talking about the Tony Storm storyline story with Mariah May, mm-hmm. I think, you know, even if she doesn't, if Mariah May is not the one who beats her or Jamie Hayter, I think, um, you know, you put a belt on one of those girls and I think you can easily, you know, continue with that storyline in a different route. Absolutely. Um, From what I've seen lately out of the women's division, Tony Khan is really stepping up uh, to the plate. And I'm very pleased with what I'm seeing. You know, we're seeing a lot more of the women now, um, you know, being pushed. And, you know, with the women's division getting healthy again, um, I think... Big things are in store for the uh, women's division in 2024. Now, my question is this. Going back uh, to the pay-per-view talk uh, from earlier, would you like to see an all-women's pay-per-view for AEW? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, I think that they can put and have Mm -hmm. good matches Um, and, Uh, and, and to show, you know, if they do that, I would love for them maybe to go the evolution route and have a big match to end it, where you have you know Sasha Banks and Ronda Rousey, you got the you got the Bella Twins coming back. Um, you know if they do an all women's match, 
I would love for the, you know, the Garcia twins, you know, FKA Bellas to be there, you know, have Mercedes Monet, if she signs, be there. I think they definitely could have good matches. You could push the Ring of Honor. You can push Athena and all them. I think they could make it where it would be a big pay-per-view. I could even see that maybe being, you know, an annual pay-per-view that Tony Khan has. Um, yeah, and I, I think it could be a great way to, you know, give the men a night off, um, you know, from live events or whatever, and give the ladies a time to shine. I could see, you know, what's up? You know, I could definitely see that as a as maybe a an April pay per view where yeah. you maybe you do a Continental Classic style tournament for the women. And then they have yeah. their finals. Maybe the winner gets a title shot. Maybe the winner, you know, becomes, you know, an intercontinental champion per se of, of the women's division. You know, I don't know what they could, they could always do something to lead up to that, to add another match. And then you can have your big matches. Um, definitely can see that happening. I think they do have a great uh, women's roster. They're all growing. They're all getting better each day. Um, and if they can get some veterans, you know, sign with them, uh, definitely can see that, you know, in the future. Absolutely. Now, I like the idea of a women's continental classic. I think right now, because again, you already know um, when we did episode three, technically last year, but last week, you know, you were coming up with great ideas and you just did it again, brother. Well, I'm going to create an applause sound effect and every time <laughs> you come up with great ideas, I'm going to fucking play it through my speaker because I think a women's continental classic would be very interesting, but um, going back to what we're saying about an all AEW women's pay-per-view, um, you know, for that one, you know, put the TBS title on the line, put the AEW women's title on the line, put the ROH women's title on the line. And then if Tony Khan, you know, creates a women's tag team titles, you know, put those on the line or, you know, if Tony Khan were to ever one day down the road, make a women's continental classic, you know, make like another secondary title, you know, I would love to see that. And plus, you know, I candy, but that's a <laughs> conversation for another day. But um, no, that is one thing I would love to see from AEW in 2024 um, you know, because I think it could push a lot of the women's storylines forward. Um, you know, it could push the Tony Storm and Mariah May storyline even further. Um, you know, maybe that could be when, not saying it's going to happen anytime soon, you know, unless we get one of those things where Tony Khan makes a big announcement, you know, which I hope we do soon. We're kind of doing a big announcement. But um, I would love to see that in 2024, man. I agree with you. Um, let me ask you this as well. Um, what do you think about... I don't know what the fuck that sound effect is. Um, it's fine. Um, what did you think about Julia Hart on Saturday night against Abaddon? The, it was a good match. You know, I think them in that TBS title picture is probably where... Um, they need to be. It's not a it's not a knock on their wrestling or or promo ability. I just for me, 
TBS title is going to be that secondary title. I think it fits perfect with the new wrestlers. You know, it gives them mm-hmm. a it gives them something to fight over. It gets them something to to, to hone their craft. They, they're able to do promos. They're able to get ring uh, time in. You know, let 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 that be the stepping stone to the women's heavyweight champion. Right. Um, you know, I don't I don't think we need to do you know have a Christian Cage you know per se women's wrestler hold that TBS title. Um, mm. Just because you know what, let's make it that title that the that the new new women you know wrestlers that are either either just starting with AEW or you know just have a couple of years under their belt wrestling. Let them kind of you know get their feet wet. Yeah, in that division. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I, I see your point. The TBS title is definitely more of a secondary title. So I guess you know. Um, We'll, we'll have to think of an idea for an AEW uh, Women's Continental Classic. Maybe the winner of that, um, you know, can challenge for either the AEW Women's title or um, the a- or the TBS title. I would love to see that. Um, so, yeah, no, that is one thing I would love to see from uh, Tony Khan in 2024 for AEW. Let me ask you this before we move on to the next thing, which will be Eddie Kingston. Um, how soon do you think uh, we begin the uh, Thunder Rosa and Julia Hart storyline? I think we see it starting this. I think we see the the seeds planted on Saturday and yeah. on Collision. There's no, there's no, there's no point in waste. Uh, you know, waiting. You know, we saw their last fight, um, of course, in San Antonio in two weeks ago, right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might we might as well jump into it now and either either have them fight each other in tag team match or anything like that. Um, of course, we didn't see her on Saturday. I, I thought we were going to see her whenever Sky Blue got involved. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, hopefully they you know that's where it looks like they're heading towards. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think they need to strike with the iron's heart uh, hot, you know, mm-hmm. and start something. Start putting that you know planting those seeds on Saturday. Absolutely. The sooner or better, um, you know, because I think that could be a long-term booking storyline, you know, between Thunder Rosa and Julia Hart. I think that would make for really good television. I think this the story is kind of there, um, you know, especially because, you know, Thunder Rosa with her Latino from the dead um, persona, you know, you know, you know her entrance. And then uh, Julia Hart's House of Black, you know, I think, I think that could make for a good story, and then for good matches, you know, between, um, uh, you know, Sky Blue and Thunder Rosa, uh, Julia Hart and Thunder Rosa, and maybe a few tag matches here and there. So that's one thing we'll look out for. You know, we'll we'll obviously be here to digest it in episode five. You know. Totally, totally agree with you. You know, Her. definitely have great matches with them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hopefully we see something this week. We can talk about it on the next episode. Absolutely, absolutely. That being said, let's go to Eddie Kingston. So, the obviously the three best matches of the not or the other two best matches of World's End were um, MJF and Samoa Joe. 
and then uh, Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage. But the match we need to really be talking about is Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley, where they had a fucking instant classic, and Eddie, you know, rising from the ashes like a phoenix, he won the Continental Classic. What are your thoughts on that match? Uh, with the Continental Classic match? Yeah, the finals between. Oh, Moxley loved and it. Eddie. It was it was a great hard hitting strong style match. Um, you know, like we talked about um, in previous episodes, it, it was Eddie's. It was Eddie's. You know, tournament to win. Um, yes. You know, I see him do great things. I, I, you know, we did get them the number one contender match for his title uh, this week on Dynamite. Um, so that we kinda, fatal four way match. Yes, yes, yeah, we did. Um, so we kind of have a good idea where that title's going. Um, you know, I'm really excited now to see what he's going to do with the other two titles. Um, hopefully, mm-hmm. we see more defenses from him in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when the New Japan Strong, um, you know, has their TV tapings or their shows, he'll be on there. I'm pretty sure we'll see him um, next weekend at the Battle in the Valley in San Jose whenever New Japan comes down for their yearly event now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my thought, great, great thoughts on Eddie. Um, so... My thing on Eddie is, um, you know, first of all, congratulations to Eddie, you know, seriously, you know, to several weeks ago, possibly facing elimination to, you know, basically not having lost a match since then, you know, to go on to have massive instant classics against uh, Brian, you know, in the Blue League finals. And then, or no, is it, was he in the Blue League finals? He was, I want to say they were the, they were blue and uh, Moxton were gold. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was the Blue League now that I'm thinking about it because it was Jay White, Swerve, and um, Mox, Mox in that triple threat, the Dynamite before World's End. Um, you know, but as I was saying, for Eddie to go on, to, um, you know, have instant classics with Brian and Mox. Um, you know, that whole tournament really made me have a new appreciation for Eddie Kingston. Now, before the Continental Classic, I've always liked him, but I wasn't really like, oh my God, I, he's one of my favorite wrestlers now. You know, that honor was going to MJF or CM Punk before he decided to act like a dumbass and get himself fired from AEW, you know, to the elites, you know, not talking about heel elite, but I'm talking about, you know, the elite we saw last year, you know, feuding with the Blackpool Combat Club. But this tournament, you know, made me realize that we all need to start appreciating Eddie Kingston more. You know, the dude bleeds pro wrestling the dude loves pro wrestling even you even saw it in his backstage promos and i'm very proud of eddie so i want to ask you a question that's actually been going around can you see eddie kingston joining the blackpool combat club nah eddie's a lone wolf he's a you know he's the king of the bums um (laughs) he's a 
you know, I think he does better as a singles lone wolf type of uh, wrestler than actually mm-hmm. joining forces with anybody. Um, yeah. I, I don't really see him joining the back Blackpool Combat Club um, unless it's a one-off, like whenever they had the the blood and guts matches and all that. Um, right. You know, that's just who Eddie is. He's he's not a he's not a people person. So you know, I I don't I don't see that happening unless it's a a special you know one night thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, no, and absolutely, I hundred percent agree with you. I think Eddie as the lone wolf is so much better than Eddie with the group. Um, but let me ask you this as well. Um, which actually brings me to another side topic um, regarding Trent, Trent Beretta. Um, first of all, can you see um, this turn into a feud with Trent Beretta and Eddie Kingston, like a long-term feud? No, I don't. I think this is kind of just like, again, a, a thank you for, to Trent. Um, you know, he's a good wrestler. He's a good hand. Um, I don't see it really being a feud for the Continental Belt. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if we're gonna see feuds technically for that continental championship. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be more if he's just gonna f- want to fight everybody. Um, I think they're gonna stick the f- stick with the feuds for the Ring of Honor title. Mm-hmm. That that would make more sense to me. I I think you know Eddie's not a feud kind of guy. Um, and really, if you look at it, his, the top belt that he has is the Ring of Honor. Honor. A world title. I would much rather see feuds for that Ring of Honor championship, mm-hmm. um, and then just have fights for the kind of kind of title, and have him, you know, defended defended against you know just comp- good competitors. Basically, kind of like a continental uh, um, open challenge, continental title open challenge. Yes, I I could see that. I I think we could see instant classics for that mat or for the belts, you know, and obviously Eddie's going to be holding on to the continental title and the ROH title, especially for a while. Um, trying to think, um, fuck, this is, this is a little tricky. Um, can you see another long-term story, um, for Eddie and AEW coming up soon? Or are we just going to, or do you think we're just going to stick with the um, open challenges for the Continental title? You know, I, I'm probably open challenges. I think we'll see him more on collision than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I could definitely see them doing, you know, four-way matches on Dynamite to see who the number one contender is to fight on that Saturday. I think that's a good way to draw in uh, people to watch collision. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have four wrestlers fight, give them screen time, you know, on a, on Dynamite, and then have them go on that one-on-one fight on Saturday. Uh, absolutely. You know, basically turn Collision into Eddie's show now, you know, because I think Brian deserves some time off, um, you know, basically make Collision uh, Eddie Kingston's show, you know. So I would love to see that. Um, going back to Trent Beretta for a second, um, what's going on with him? With with him and Danhausen? Well, yeah. Like, what's yeah. going on with that? I think I could see Trent Beretta breaking away from the best friends group. Um, yeah. I mean, what I want? Where's Where's Chuck Taylor? As what I want? Is he Is he injured or is he 
He's just not showing up right now? Mm, I don't know. Let me look. Um, while I looked that up, let me ask you this. Was Rocky Romero always a part of the Best Friends? Yeah, I mean, so he's part of Chaos, which, mm. which Trent Beretta um, is part of Chaos. Um, they're a tag team together. Um, you know, the Rapungi Vice. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where the connection with Rocky Romero and the best friends and and, and Chuck and Trent um come from. So, you know, just like he put he put he he told everybody that Orange Cassidy and um is part of chaos, you know, they kind of put him as a best friend also in their group. Gotcha. Um well to answer your question on uh Chuck Taylor, um Apparently he he is out with an injury. Um, what is the injury? It doesn't say, but um, I'm seriously wondering if we're setting up for um, you know Trent Beretta to kind of break away from Orange Cassidy and the best friends. That's what I want to know. Um, can you see what happened with him at Danhausen? during the Battle Royal at World's End um, carryover into the upcoming weeks? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see where, where I don't, I, I don't know where they're booking with that. Mm-hmm. I can see it happening. It just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, considering it's every man for themselves. Um, yeah. Danhausen did help Trent for the most part. Um, it just doesn't make sense to break them up unless you want Orange Cassidy to be by himself. Um, mm-hmm. Or unless they're pushing more of an Orange Cassidy, Danhausen Hook uh, mm-hmm. stable. Um, Which I know. can see happening. I, I would be fine with that. I'd be fine yeah. with that. Um, trying to think. Um, what are your thoughts real quick on a Orange Cassidy, Danhausen, and Hook stable? You know, I mean, if it works, it works. I think if you look at all three of them, they all three have a very unique uh, gimmick um, that kind of blends in together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got Danhausen, a you know, comedic, comedic style villain. Um, mm-hmm. Orange Cassie, the laid back, cool guy, and then Hook, of course, aggressive. You know, cold hearted, cold hard. What is it? Cold handsome. Yeah, cold hearted handsome devil. Devil. You know, so you know, you know, they definitely can, they definitely can work together. They, you know, three different styles, three different personalities. It's always unique. It's always something that people would watch. Um, you know, now would they call themselves the best friends? I don't know. Uh, they maybe they change their name, which they should if that's the group that that's, is going forward. But yeah, I could definitely see them going to that direction. Mm-hmm. And then maybe have uh, Rocky Romero, uh, Trent Beretta, and then uh, Chuck Taylor when he comes back. Uh, that that could be like a medium term uh, booking. Mm-hmm. I, I could see that. What about you? Yeah, definitely could see that happening. Love it, love it. Um, before we get to uh, Swerve and Hangman Three. Um, I'm going to pass it over to you again. Um, what is what is the update in WWE land? And, uh, oh, okay. That actually brings me to um, 
a major thing going on in WWE. So, first of all, you saw Raw on Monday night, right? I, I did. Do you know where I'm going with this in regards to The Rock, Roman Reigns, and Cody Rhodes? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Okay, what are your thoughts on that? Because apparently it caused um, some controversy um, with The Rock challenging Roman Reigns, you know, apparently, which obviously he did, you know, when he said, should The Rock sit at the head of the the table? Yeah. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Um. You know, you you know how how I, my uh, feelings towards Cody Rhodes and in, in his uh, never ending story. Um, you know what? I would I would love to see The Rock versus Roman. Um, it fits with the whole bloodline storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, it fits in with the passing of a torch. Uh, you know, it's a once in a lifetime match. I think the WWE could get behind that and make that a huge main event for WrestleMania. Um, and for me, again, at this point in, in Roman Reigns' uh, you know, days as champion, I would much rather see that match at WrestleMania than to see him lose to Cody Rhodes because I'm more, <laughs> because I'm more invested in him being the number, the second longest reigning champion ever than somebody finishing a story. You know, if I look at it, if I look at it, you know, two ways, I think that Cody Rhodes versus Roman is not as big as The Rock versus Roman because Cody Rhodes is nowhere near the star that The Rock is in terms of people who know him, personality, promos. You know, I think the, I think the only thing that Cody Rhodes might have on The Rock is maybe cardio because mm-hmm. he's wrestling full time and The Rock is doing movies mm-hmm. and running the U the UFL now, right. um, you know. But I think when it comes to promos, I think The Rock beats him. When it comes to people knowing him, The Rock beats him. I think when it comes to more media outlets, The Rock beats him. You know, nobody's talking about Cody versus Roman on the news, but people are going to mm-hmm. talk about The Rock versus Roman. Um, and if the WWE and if Endeavor wants, you know, those hits, I think you push Cody Rhodes out the picture and you insert Roman Reigns. Mm. Oh, you mean The Rock? But you, you insert The Rock. Excuse me. No, you're good. You're good. I know you're tired. Um, <laughs> okay. First of all, um, obviously, The Rock versus Roman would be a once-in-a-lifetime match. But I don't know. Okay. I can already tell you that you and I are going to revisit the debate we had in episode three regarding Roman's reign as champion. I can already tell you that's where this is going to go. First of all, um, I agree with you on, you know, I would love to see The Rock versus Roman as well. I think it absolutely would fit in a bloodline storyline. But do I think Cody Rhodes needs to be taken out of the picture? No, no, maybe here's what I can see happening. 
Because look, man, I'm going to be very honest with you. I still disagree with you to this day, respectfully disagree with you to this day that, you know, Roman needs to be the second longest reigning um, world champion in WWE history. I seriously disagree with you on that. And believe it or not, which I'll tell you about this off air, um, but I'll tell you the quick version of it. A buddy of mine and I, we were having lunch yesterday and we were talking about it. Um, You know, Roman's reign is very incredible, you know, and it is something that you or I, um, you know, probably won't see again in our lifetime because, you know, Hulk Hogan and Bruno San Martino, you know, that was like when, you know, we were cashed in, you know, cashed in the bank. If you catch my drift. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, every once in a while, I would like to see Roman win a match without, <laughs> you, you know, are you still cracking up about that comment I just made? That one, and, and no, most definitely. That was definitely, definitely a good, definitely a good joke. <laughs> shout, shout out to my buddy Leroy. He, um, he came, he came up with that joke, and I'm so glad I was able to pull that off. Um, but um, to be very honest with you, um, and I'll and I'll tell you my direction, and you know, please feel free to give your direction here, just a, just a few in, in a minute. Um, first of all, I would like to see Roman win some matches in his reign without Jimmy or Solo getting involved in the match. That's number or Paul Heyman even getting involved in the match. That's number one. Number two, um, if they were to pull Cody out of the title picture, um, I would love to see Cody, um, win the title back or uh, I'm sorry, not win the title back, um, win the title and end Roman's reign at this year's SummerSlam, which obviously, again, you know, you and I respectfully disagree on, you know, Roman's um, title reign. Um, The earliest, because I want to see the story end, or or Cody's story finished, and, um, you know, him making a legendary WrestleMania moment, um, I would love to see The Rock and Roman at Elimination Chamber, which obviously, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, I can already say that, you know, you're going to say it needs to be at WrestleMania. Um, Again, The Rock versus Roman needs to happen. I agree with you. But do I think that Cody needs to be taken out of the picture? No. Because, you know, as a fan you know, slowly coming back around to WWE, um, you know, Roman has pretty much beaten everybody. And, you know, I worry that him continuing the reign much longer, you know, despite the reasons that you listed why it needs to continue when we did episode three last week, um, you know, I think that at some point we need a new champion who is going to defend the title and bring fresh new storylines, you know, to the product. Um, I'll pass it over to you for a response. What do you think? Um, again, like I said, I'm, I'm to the point now where 
there are no titles defended on SmackDown. Logan Paul, U.S. champion, never there because he's doing outside work. Roman Reigns, same thing. Um, I think that WWE did a great job at pushing their storylines mm-hmm. that they don't need the belt defended every week. Which right. means, so, you know, you know, it's not... I don't think they're doing anything to make that belt special, but they're doing a good job with the storylines where it doesn't need to be defended in in in, in all that. So um, again, I I don't think that I don't I don't they could do Roman versus uh, Rock because um, I believe it's in Perth in Australia. Yes, um, you know, and you know that'd be a, a great way to you know sell out the venue you know, get eyes on the product. Mm-hmm. Um, they could do that too. Um, but then again, it's one of those things. Do you take away a WrestleMania payday, you know, for that? Because, you know, when you, when you think WrestleMania, you think the biggest matches, you know, mm-hmm. and I think the rock versus Roman is the biggest match right now that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let Cody, the three-star general fight for that U S title. It's where he belongs. It's where he can shine. Uh, you know, um, you know, or again, have, you know, let that once in a lifetime moment happen and then go ahead and let Cody beat him, you know, in, um, in Survivor Series next year or in SummerSlam. Uh, well, I think, I think if you even go SummerSlam, Roman is still behind, is still number three. I think he needs to go into like end of August, September. And what, what what is SummerSlam in Germany this year? Or I know there's an event they're gonna have in Germany. Um, yeah, I, me, I I I know it's opposing uh, All In let over me, there in let Europe. Me, let me let me look it up uh, real quick. SummerSlam this year. Um, they are saying um. Fuck, it is not saying anything. Um, they're saying Cleveland is where SummerSlam is going to take place. Okay. Um, so, are, huh? So I know they're having a, another pay-per-view. It's like that castle. Like this Flash year they had that the castle. Ca- yeah. It's something like that, but I want to say it's in Germany. Um, it, it's it's Fashion Berlin. Yeah. That one's when that's that's the week of All In, I believe. Yeah, to try to rival all in, which they won't fucking do. They yeah. they they won't. I'm sorry. You know, they have many things. WWE has their own things that will rival AEW and they'll win on that one, like Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, you know. But you know, after that, like other than maybe Survivor Series and maybe SummerSlam. You know, Bash in Berlin, that's not going to fucking beat um, all-in in pay-per-view ratings or buys. You know, everybody wants to see, you know, the WrestleMania of AEW, which is all-in. You know, WrestleMania is WrestleMania for WWE, and all-in is WrestleMania for AEW. But are you saying, basically, Cody winning at Bash in Berlin? Yeah, I mean... That again, again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out when Roman eclipses that, you know, third place to go to second, and then at that point, 
for me personally, he can win it anytime. He can win it on that next SmackDown for all I care. Um, you know, I just don't think, you know, if Cody's the champion for me, I'm not watching it any more than I watch it now. Um, of course, I'm not their demographic. You're going to have the kids who watch it. Um, but I feel that, you know, WWE, again, it's not about the performer. It's about the company and the name brand. Makes mm-hmm. perfect sense for them to push that title reign to the forefront more than anything. Well, yeah, no, and I totally agree with you on that. You know, um, if they want to do uh, Rock versus Roman at Mania, then fine. I, I I'll watch it if it happens, but you know. I'm sure as we heard JD many times, even though he's a big fan of Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, you know, in his reign, you know, at some point, you know, WWE has to put in fresh ideas, you know, now, you know, if not Cody, then Solo has to be the one to take it off of Roman at some point. Now, when could that one be? I don't know. That is a wait-and-see moment. But, um, you know, if they decide to do The Rock and Roman, um, you know, um, do that at WrestleMania. But then, you know, if they want to put Roman Reigns in second place, fine. But after that, after that, they have to start thinking about the beginning of the end of the rain because, you know, I've heard stories, you know, including my buddy Leroy, who, um, you know, said the same thing yesterday when me and him were having lunch. Um, you know, at some point they got to start thinking about the beginning of the end of, you know, Romans, you know, great title reign, but, you know, it's time for something new. And, you know, there's no one right now other than, Cody and Solo, you know, who are worthy enough to end Roman's title reign, no? Yeah, I mean, that's where they're heading towards, you know, this whole talk about him finishing his story. He obviously is going to have to win that belt. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think he's next in line for that. I just don't know how they get there without doing another draft. Um, We'll see what happens at the Rumble, I guess. I don't, you know, it's it's one of those things where we don't. Are they going to let Cody win it back to back? They going to let CM Punk win it? I think if Cody win, Cody has to win the Rumble to face Roman. Otherwise, it just doesn't make sense for a Raw superstar to fight a SmackDown person. You know, no, and that, and that's a good point. And they need to let. Okay, that I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. That brings to us to another topic of conversation, which is, you know, I think we already discussed this a little bit, but now it's time for a more in-depth discussion, which is, you know, it's obvious to you and I that we're going to get CM Punk versus Seth Rollins at uh, WrestleMania for night one main event. As far as Cody goes, this is what I can see happening and tell me, you know, if this is the way you would do it or not. So 
this this is what needs to happen. Um, if it is Cody who wins the Rumble again for the second year in a row, have there be an Elimination Chamber match at Elimination Chamber to determine the number one contender for Seth Rollins? You know, that's scenario number one. Or vice versa with scenario number two for if CM Punk wins the Rumble and decides to go after Seth Rollins. Um, maybe have there be like a trade between um, Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce where Cody goes to SmackDown. Because no, I absolutely agree with you on that. For a Raw superstar to challenge for a a SmackDown championship, even though it is the number one title in the company, um, unless there's a way we figure out how to get there, you know, I agree. It doesn't make sense. What do you think about that? And possibly if possible, how would you do it? Yeah, I mean, totally agree with that. Like I said, for me, it just, it's, it's weird because you have that raw superstar fighting that SmackDown superstar, which only can happen if, he wins the rumble. Um, like they could do an, an elimination cha uh, chamber match for the number one contender, but then again, how do you put Cody into a SmackDown elimination chamber? Um, the only plausible, you know, storyline you go with is that he wins the rumble and he challenges Cody, or Cody challenges Roman for the belt. Um, CM Punk doesn't need to win the belt. I think we all know that he's going down that. You know, see uh, CM Punk versus Seth Rollins storyline, mm -hmm. where both on the same brand. He doesn't need to win an opportunity to fight Seth Rollins. They want to fight each other already. Absolutely. You no, know, that's already happening. So now it's just, you know, how do they get Cody into the SmackDown title picture? Again, it doesn't for me. If they do a trade of some sort, it's it's for me that's just dumb. You know, you're gonna have to you're gonna trade superstar so Cody can get his shot. Um, anything along those lines, just, it just, that's a, that's just the easy way out. They're, they're, they're doing an easy way out. Um, yeah. you know, I'm, for me, I think that they probably will do that. Cody winning the rumble. It makes sense. You know, him going back to WWE, I think their main focus is having him look like a superstar to entice, Others to jump brands, jump companies. You know, they're going to make it look like, oh, look, you too can be world champion. You too can win back-to-back -back rumbles, this and that. Now, the reality is that will probably never happen to anybody else who goes over. You know, you're not, we're not going to see Andrade win the no. rumble. We're, no. you know, on, on, when Andrade shows up, he's going to be in a feud with the LWO that's going to be lost in the shuffle, and he'll be fighting for the you know, the IC belt or the U.S. title, you know, after, after you know, a month or two, whenever he cools off. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. and no, go ahead. No, but with Cody, you know, I do, since he was the first to jump ship back over there, I definitely do see him negotiating that he needs to win the Rumble twice. He needs to be pushed, this and that, you know, and I do think Triple H will give him what he, what he wants. Because I know Triple H is the kind of guy who is going to use that to try to bring talent over to the company. Mm -hmm. 
No, absolutely. Um, and obviously, you know, as the rumble gets closer, which is, thank God it's this month, you know, we'll, we'll do a rumble, a Royal rumble preview episode. Um, let me ask you this, um, and then we'll do a quick, um, our, we'll do your usual quick ROH update. Um, who do you think should be the ones um, or are worthy enough to end uh, Roman's reign? If you have to make wrestlers right now on the roster, because it's not going to be Jay Uso, because, you know, we're going to see inevitably, hopefully soon, uh, Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania. Who, who do you think in your honest mind needs to be the ones to um, end uh, Roman's reign? If we're going um, with brand specific, it's, it's, it would have to be Solo mm-hmm. um, or um, L.A. Knight. Ooh. So I could put, there's four, there's four names. You could do Randy Orton, you could do AJ Styles, you could do LA Knight, and you could do Solo. I think those are the four who should be the ones who beat Roman. Um, out of those four, though, it is hard because I'm pretty sure all three of them, maybe even all four of them, or at least LA Knight, Randy, and AJ, they actually might be older than Roman. So I don't know if you want to put a belt on an older star. But they have great work rates. So, you know, I don't see any I don't see any person who wins that belt hold it as long as Roman. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see them holding it maybe a year until you mm-hmm. move on. So, you know, I could definitely see those four being the next in line. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about all of WWE in general, I still would I would probably bring Cody into that to that position, probably put him at number one, just because it's the whole finish the story storyline, mm-hmm. and then I would insert the four that I just mentioned right now. Hmm. So basically, five guys are are worthy enough to end Roman's reign right now. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. So. I'll give you L.A. Knight. I'll give you uh, Solo. Obviously, my pick is Cody or Solo. But I'll give you L.A. Knight. Because L.A. Knight is the hottest fucking name in WWE right now. You know, he is probably one of, if not the biggest face in WWE right now. I'm not going to give you Randy Orton and AJ Styles. And I'll tell you why. First of all, I don't know if there was really any story, and correct me if I'm wrong, which I'll pass it over to you here in a second, between AJ and Roman. The story is there between Randy and Roman because Roman and the bloodline, um, they were the reason why Randy Orton was out for 18 months. So the story is there. The story is there between L.A. Knight and Roman and L.A. Knight and the Bloodline. And, you know, with Solo being the next in line, the successor, the tribal heir, as Roman called him, the story also could be there, too. But um, 
my pick is still Cody. But what I want to know is why Randy, why AJ? Um, for both the same reason, they both were taken out by the bloodline. Um, AJ was. AJ was too. Yeah, yeah. AJ was taken yeah, out by that. a solo. I believe it was a back a backstage vignette. He jumped off the top of some boxes on him and knocked him out. But that was, like I said, that was more of a, a, a bloodline solo, Jay, Jimmy, um, than it was Roman. But, you know, I think a lot of these feuds are more bloodline as a whole, not so much Roman feuds. Mm-hmm. Um, but you kind of make Roman the main main boss. He's the of final course. boss. So you, you want to beat all the bloodline to get to that final boss. You know, uh, cut, uh, cut, cut the head off the snake, per se. Yeah, like cut the other two heads off first before you get to the main head. No, absolutely. And let me give a shout out real quick to uh, Jim Johnston for Roman's theme music. Now I got to tell you something. If that ain't fucking final boss music, then I don't know what is Jesus fucking Christ. What are your thoughts real quick before we move on to um, your ROH update? Um, Hangman, Swerve 3, and then we're going to save the Revolution preview for another episode, and instead we're going to do Hot Shot questions. Um, You know, for, I don't know, just anything. Um, What are your thoughts on Roman's theme song now? Oh, man, that's a banger. I think when when it first came out, oh, man, look, I play that whenever I'm working out, whenever I want to get motivated. You know, (laughs) it, it just, it's it's just so good. It you know you you put in that you know last year when you came to to Mania with the with the with the violins I believe and pianos and you just you get the classicals into that version. You know I think it, it's one of the greatest pieces of music that they've made. Um, Absolutely. You know I can hear it in my mind right now playing. Just <laughs> it's it, it's good. It's good. It's it's uh and, you know it's just one of those themes that when it plays you know who it is. You get excited, yeah, you get excited. You know, you 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 have to acknowledge him. Yeah, no, I do acknowledge him, but I do acknowledge that um, it um, it is time at some point soon for a new champion to um, you know take the place at the head of the table. Um, obviously, we have our picks, um, but I can tell you right now, it either needs to be L.A. Knight. Solo or most definitely Cody, you know. Um, let's move on. Um, what do you got right now in the world of ROH? Not nothing, not, nothing too big going on right now. Just their, you know, their honor club episodes. Uh, of course, we're coming off final battle. Uh, it's he, Tony Khan is going the same way um, as AEW did in the beginning. He only has you know, two or three pay-per-views a year kind mm-hmm. of around uh, the AEW pay-per-views and whatnot. So we just got done with the final battle. Um, you know, the big thing is, you know, there is going to be a women's television title that they're going to probably do a tournament for that. Um, you know, I think the big storylines going on right now um, is Taya Valkyrie and the Renegade Twins um, are kind of teaming up as, you know, a new a new faction um, mm-hmm. Against um, Rachel Eldering, Layla Hirsch, uh, with Maria Canellis kind of being their mentor. Um, we got that. 
We have Billy Starks, of course, um, uh, putting her name into that women's television title and seeing where her storyline goes. Um, right. And then as well as a Dalton, Dalton Castle versus Johnny TV uh, feud that's picking up. We, we've kind of seen Dalton Castle lose his smile since losing his uh, survival of the fittest match um, during that Ring of Honor pay-per-view. And so now he's kind of in a feud with Johnny TV. Of course, last week's uh, last week's episode was filmed in Texas at San Antonio, so we do get you know Brian Keith, who we saw on Dynamite this week, who's a great independent star. You know, if you're listening on this podcast and you're in the Texas region, definitely go check him out if he's on an indie show. Uh, we saw the Von Erics again. You know, mm. another up and hopefully they sign with Ring of Honor and they can kind of get their wrestling careers going again. Um, right. We saw uh, Alejandro Lyon, who fights a Mission Pro out of San Antonio, another great independent local wrestler. Um, so, you know, it, it was kind of wrapping up that week. I haven't watched this week's episode. It just released less than uh, two hours ago. So, you know, when we get done with this podcast, I'm definitely going to catch up on that um, and see what happens. I think right now, again, the biggest thing coming out of Ring of Honor is Eddie Kingston retained the World Heavyweight Championship. We should see who he's going to defend it against. We see Athena still holding the reins of the women's division. You know, we'll see who her next feud goes with, and then we'll see the start of the uh, ROH uh, women's television title. Very interesting. Um, when we get off the air, um, I'll have to get that website from you for how you watch the uh, ROH because, you know, um, I hope that at some point, they get uh, ROH on a TV deal because I think it's kind of fucking ridiculous to have to pay $10 a month to watch uh, one hour ROH show a week. Um, but I guess we'll see. Do you think uh, before we move on to Hangman Swerve 3 uh, preview, um, do you think um, at some point we'll get an ROH TV deal as well? I I do. I know Tony Khan has said on multiple interviews that he's kind of keeping that as his ace in the in his ace in his pocket. You know, that's kind of like that. Hey, man, you need to grab this show too. Um, you know, I do know that he was in talks with the CW network. Um, you know, if anything, definitely can see it on Max Streaming probably in the future if it doesn't get on picked up by a network. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. They could do it like how they did it here in syndication where, you know, I used to watch it at 11 o'clock at night on on Saturdays on mm -hmm. the local TV here um, where we're at. So, you know, they could do that easily and put it on a TBS at 11 o'clock on Saturday. People are going to record it. People are going to watch it. Um, you know, I think, you know, you buy, you're, you're not really buying the Ring of Honor, uh, Honor Club. For the new paper, the new shows, you know, whenever I whenever I had it, um, I was watching old pay per views. I was watching two thousand five, two thousand six pay per views. Um, whenever Ring of Honor first started, uh, I loved watching the Eddie Edwards versus Davy Richards title shots. I loved watching the the Brian Danielson versus Samoa Joe their title wins. Nigel McGuinness. Uh, I was watching all those matches. Um, low key homicide Xavier. I was watching all all of them, um, and then of course 
um, I came back and started watching it again whenever the Bullet Club came and you had the Bucks, you had Cody, you had Kenny, you had uh, War Machine, you, you had them um, with New Japan stars. So, um, you know, if you do like wrestling, definitely nine, nine bucks is a little expensive, especially since they don't really do pay-per-views that often. And it is only just the weekly show. But if you do love wrestling, you want to see really good technical wrestlers or kind of see where your where your stars, you know, your favorite stars came from, you mm-hmm. know, definitely worth it. You know, you can see Tyler Black, Seth Rollins, of course, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Samoa Joe. There's just a bunch of those wrestlers who who are big now that started off in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that'll be something um, we'll have to keep an eye on. But, um, yeah, um, very exciting times um, for Mr. Khan. Um, With that being said, um, let's get to our last main topic, and we'll do some hot shot questions, and then um, we'll get out of here. So, if any of you out there saw at the end of Dynamite on Wednesday, um, we are going to get an inevitable swerve and Hangman 3, which, like JD said on his Twitter, and Alan, you saw the tweet on my Instagram, sign us the fuck up. What do you think, and are you excited for a swerve Hangman 3? Oh, most definitely. I mean, I think they've had great matches. Their first two matches, you know, five-star, great matches. Uh, of course, their last match at Full Gear, you know, bloody, no holes barred, Texas death match. Great match. I l- would love to see where these two are headed on their third match, um, the rubber match, per se. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think it just depends. I think with that, you just need I don't know what you do with that though. I don't know if you want to do you know, for me, I want to see a 60 man Iron Man match between the two. Ooh. We've I seen like that. We've seen the regular match. We've seen a death match. Um, you know, I, I think if they just did a one on one match. You know, it's still gonna be good, but it doesn't. It's not gonna give me a pop. It's not gonna show me who the best is. I think if we do a Shawn Michaels versus you know Bret Hart, we do a uh, D. Bry versus you know, yep, yeah, sixty a sixty man Iron Man match. This is to win it all. You know, even if they decide to put Hangman over and him and have him win it, you know, I think it doesn't hurt Swerve. Same thing that I think if Swerve wins it, it's not going to hurt Adam Page. Mm. How soon are you thinking we get a possible 60-minute Iron Man match between Hangman and Swerve? How soon? Uh, you know what? For, for it, so that this is hard. You You're know, hard. I would love to see it, it on a like, double or nothing. Because it's a Double or nothing is a bigger pay-per-view. Um, and it, it'd have a great place to shine. I just don't think we need to wait that long, though. I don't I'm not trying to push, you know, unless this is the match to determine the number one contender for the belt. It needs to be sooner. Ooh. Or Ooh. You know, I can oh. definitely see, 
you know, I would love to see how 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 the demographics and how people watch them mm-hmm. to see if that is even worth maybe even doing that as a special dynamite. Um, like just one yeah. hour dynamite classic. Um, Between Hangman and Swerve. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, if not, you know, I can see at at, at uh, Revolution. It's just you know with the with the sixty man Iron Man match, you're taking up a whole hour. That's at least you know three matches. So, um, you, you, I guess you'd have to pinpoint where you want to do that at. Mm-hmm. All right. So first of all, again, brother, you are on fire with great ideas for booking. I don't see why Tony Khan can't hire you for creative. Jesus fucking Christ. That is yet another great idea. Before the next episode, before episode five, I'm going to, I'm going to get a designated um, applause uh, sound effect. And every time you make a great fucking idea, like the one you made again just now, you're going to get a fucking round of applause. That is a great idea. Um, going to what you're saying in regards to when that possible 60-minute Iron Man match can happen, here is one of two ways I can see it. Um, if we do do it at Revolution or Double or Nothing, then this is what they need to do. They need to build... Um, the pay-per-view, either one of those, around um, Sting's final match, because it's obvious with this year's Revolution, um, the main event is going to be Sting's final match at Revolution. Um, so if they want to do it as soon as Revolution, maybe, you know, um, and maybe we'll do this on a different episode at a later time, Um, maybe make that the co-main event, you know, and then close out the show um, with Sting's final match of Revolution. Same thing with um, Double or Nothing. If they want to do it as later as Double or Nothing, then what they need to do is if MJF comes back by then, uh, you know, they need to do Anarchy in the Arena 3, as the actual main event for this coming year's Double or Nothing. And, you know, have the 60-minute Iron Man match between Hangman and Swerve be like a um, like a co-main event, kind of like how last year's um, uh, Fatal 4-Way match between the four pillars for the World Championship, um, you know, be the co-main event. What do you think about that? Most definitely. I could definitely see that being the co-main event. You know, I could see him starting off the show with that, um, mm. you know, to get the crowd hyped. Um, but, yeah, I think you got to definitely put that either in co-main event or... Um, a special one-hour dynamite. Special one-hour dynamite, you know. Yeah. Um, you, I think you do something along those lines. Um, if you are going to main event it, then, I don't know, maybe you do push it to um, double or nothing or one of those pay-per-views, but I think you would probably definitely need a, a stipulation where the winner is the number one contender. Uh, you know, because I still feel you still should have your world champion be the last on the card unless they choose not to be. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Which again, it's going to be very tricky, which before we get to um, our hotshot questions and some, yeah, our hotshot questions, um, which, you know, um, basically like predictions. Um, I do have a quick question for you before we continue uh, the Swerve Hangman discussion. Um, who can you see as Samoa Joe's first challenger for the uh, AEW world title? Oh man, that's a good question. I don't, I don't, I don't know who you do that. I don't know if you throw Warlow in there already. Mm. I mean, he's, he's already, you know, Adam Cole's already said that that's what he's going, who, who Warlow's going after. Um, you know, I could definitely see them already starting to have some sort of interaction with each other. Um, don't know the timeline of Adam Cole's, you know, injury rehab when he's coming back. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna be any longer than a, this, you know, fiscal year. I don't think he'll be out to 2025. Um, you yeah. know, I can see them starting there. Um, you know, we know that, that Swerve has, you know, called them out already. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I guess it really just it, 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 it depends. There's they got options, he can always fight, you know. Just you know, up and comers. Uh, we'll. I think we'll get a lot clearer picture on Wednesday, next Wednesday, whenever Samoa Joe's there and he mm-hmm. talks for the first time. Mm-hmm. No, I I totally agree. Which that'll be something to um, be on the uh, lookout for on uh, this Wednesday's episode of Dynamite. Um, but. I actually just thought of a scenario that um, that I personally would like to see if they don't want either Swerve or Hangman to lose uh, any momentum. What would you think about a triple threat match um, between uh, Samoa Joe, Hangman, and Swerve? What would you think about that? Um, you know, it, it sounds good. Um, I bet you'd be a barn burner. I bet you'd be a great match to watch. I just don't know if you would delude if there's a title change. You know, mm-hmm. now would Samoa Joe lose that match? Or are you asking yeah. me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, I mean, that's a good question. That. <laughs> Again, good job. You countered my good question with an even better question. Um, I could see it happening, um, but maybe what I could see, um, if they, I don't know, that's a good question. Um, Because again, with the whole uh, Wardlow, Adam Cole, and, uh, you know, MJF's eventual return. Um. If Samoa Joe were to lose the match, um, if he were to lose it to Hangman, then maybe have Wardlow go after Hangman because you know Hangman's pissed off as well with Adam Cole and the Undisputed Kingdom. Um, Because I worry that if it is Swerve winning, and the fact that Swerve will have a target on his back. You know, Swerve is already um, a heel, but he's getting a pop as a fucking baby face. You know, 
because of his massive momentum. Um, if, if Samoa Joe were to lose the match, because I don't see how Samoa Joe can, you know, do business with the devil or do business with Adam Cole in Undisputed Kingdom. And then, you know, he would have to be the face in that rivalry with um, Wardlow and Undisputed Kingdom, you know? So that's a little bit of a tricky question. Um, If you were to lose that match, um, I would honestly wait to give it to Swerve. Um, Just because if the direction that Tony Khan is going in, um, which is having Adam Cole possibly... Um, you know, having Wardlow forfeit the title to him, um, you know, and then MJF makes his triumphant return, um, you know, maybe have, um, maybe have Hangman win that match that way so they could keep Swerve, like, doing just a few more rivalries, um, finish up Adam Cole and MJF, um, with, of course, MJF winning, give MJF a nice little welcome back reign and then maybe have the end of 2024 2025 be Swerve's house for real what do you think yeah I mean you know I, I don't know if we want to push Swerve's you know winning a belt for in, in another year um, I don't think that Adam Cole and MJF are going to be in the title picture this year I, I okay. think they're better off if they are going to do a title switch that so they move it to, you know, swerve or they keep it on Joe for the year. Um, you know, because if we say that Adam Cole's out for another three or four months, that's pretty much, you're looking at, you know, May when he comes back. Um, no telling when MJF is coming back. I know that he can either just do rehab on his shoulder or get surgery. He needs surgery. So... You know, if he's out for six months, seven months, that's that's all in. He's not gonna be coming back until full gear. Um, I think you keep the belt on Joe, or you have Hangman Swerve win it. The next, you let MJF and Adam Cole hit their feud, and then they circle back around for the championship. Right. no, I still think you don't do a three-man match for the belt. Just for the simple fact, I would rather see Swerve go over strong if he's fighting Joe, or even Hangman wins the belt back. I would rather them pin the champion one-on-one than have, you know, a, a Swerve pin a Hangman, or Hangman pin the Swerve and the champion doesn't win. I'd rather see a more dominant win over the champion to, uh, you know, have have that title. Um, the only thing, the only way that I would like would see that would be, you know, if you do it, if you do a triple threat match where it's a, it's the, I've seen on ECW where you do a three man match, but it's not first pinfall wins. It's whoever the last pin, whoever pins the last man wins. So if, if let's say it's Joe hangman and swerve and they pin Joe then Joe's eliminated from the mm-hmm. match, and now it becomes a one-on-one match for the belt. Between Swerve and Hangman? Yeah, something like that. Or if Swerve pins Hangman, then it's a one-on-one between Swerve and Joe. Um, 
You know, if they ran out that route, I would like it much better than just be a, cl- a, a classic triple threat match. Mm-hmm. Um, I would much rather see a one-on-one match for that title. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. I guess, yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I would love to see Joe win the belt or Swerve win the belt next. I would love to see him win it like, at All In. I think, you know, you're going to put in 60,000 people. It's a big pay-per-view. You know, why not make history and have him be the first African-American champion? For AEW, yeah. To do it in a big, you know, a big arena like that. Um, The crowd's behind him right now. I think he can have a great feud with Hangman, you know, and use it as the next step. Hey, look, I'm going to beat Hangman. I'm going to show you why I'm the number one contender. I'm coming after you, Joe. And this is why I beat him. All right, Joe. You can't hide from me anymore. You're next, you know. Mm-hmm. And you'd all in, you know. And if they don't do it all in, then maybe at full gear, mm-hmm. um, where Swerve won his biggest match ever, you know, with this past year against Hangman, the yeah. most violent and his most biggest win ever. And then you give you give enough time for Adam Cole to rehab. You give you, you give enough time for for MJF to rehab. You put the belt on somebody new. He has time to be the champion and kind of get that credibility while you let MJF and, and Adam Cole hash out their differences. And then maybe you circle back around and you have MJF or Adam Cole, whoever wins that, into the title picture. Mm-hmm. I, I can agree with that. It's going to be very interesting for sure. And um, we're going to be um, right here to dissect it, brother. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. I can't wait. Like I said, 2024 is going to be a big year for wrestling. It's already started off strong. Um, and I can't wait for what this year is going to bring. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, do you want to do some hot shot, hot shot questions real quick before we get out of here? Yeah, let's, 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 let's knock some out. Perfect. All right. All right. So you know how we do it, y'all. All right. Can you still hear me? I can. Perfect. Oh, fuck. Okay, hold on. I gotta... You know, we don't want to... We want to be a little better than JD and Jesse, but we also want to, you know, kind of do kind of like what they do, you know, until we grow this motherfucker, which, by the way, dude, at the end, um, for closing statements before I close out the show, um, I actually got an announcement for you. Um, It's nothing major, not yet, but I'm going to save it till the end. Oh, fuck. Um, and you're actually going to be pleasantly surprised. Um, give me one second. But uh, bef- while I get disconnected, um, how was uh, Wrestle Kingdom last night? Wrestle Kingdom was awesome. It was it, it was a great pay per view. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I tell a lot of people. Usually, I will watch it. I'll nap. I'll nap here and there. Um, and catch little bit, little bits of the matches throughout the night. Uh-huh. Um, but I just stayed awake and watched, you know, the whole thing. The, the um, you know, of course, uh, it's it's you got your classic. Um, this year was a little bit different. They've added a lot of um, titles in New Japan now. Um, just with New Japan um, Strong um, doing the New Japan World Title, which is new. The strong, the the strong open weight title from you know um, from their dojo in, in America, right? So they, so they were so the, 
usually in the past they would do faction warfare. You see Bullet Club versus Ingovernabales. You see Chaos versus Suzuki Goon. You see, you know, four on four matches. You see like that one. This one actually had title match. The whole, pretty much most of the card was all title matches. Um, mm-hmm. All new champions. You know, this is the first time I think I've seen every single belt holder lose their belt this year. Fuck. Uh, you know, if you if you're able to watch it, if you're, if you're able, if you just want to see what New Japan is, you know, I suggest y'all watching the last four matches: uh, Desperado versus Takahashi, uh, Finley versus Osprey and Moxley in the triple threat match for the new Global Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Of course, Okada versus Danielson, um, and then the main event: Nato versus Sonata for their uh, W uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Damn. Great matches. Must watch. I mean, when we see the star rating, uh, that that Okada versus Daniel Bryanson match was probably the best match on the card. Um, again, another classic. Out of their, you know, two matches, they put on, you know, a clinic. That's what wrestling is. I can't wait for number three. I'm hoping they do a number, uh, do a number three. Uh-huh. Um, you got to get that rubber match in. Um, of course, we saw David Flair, or excuse me, David Finley. Uh, beat Will Osprey and Moxley to win that IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. Uh, he's know. the he's the inaugural champion. Uh, Mox busted open in the first like two like first like three minutes of the match. It was great. Will Osprey, great job. I can't wait to see him in AEW. For anybody who has not watched him, your guys are going to be impressed. This guy is probably the best wrestler. Um, in the world right now, if I'm if you're looking at a high flyer technical, he's he's probably him and Daniel Bryan are probably the best wrestlers right now. Um, and to be on the same promotion, it's just gonna be great. Mox, of course, he's a different animal in Japan. Um, he's not the AEW Mox that you see him, he's a lot more vicious, uh, you know, a lot more really? that did Yeah, yeah, definitely great. I think the biggest shocker was after that match. We had our first released WWE star show up. Who was that? Nick Namath, you know, FKA Dolph Ziggler. No fucking way. Seriously? Yeah, yep. Sitting ring. He he came in. He came in during the uh, Gorillas of Destiny um, and Bushimon fight. He was sitting ringside after the David Friendly match. Him and Finley got into a fight. Uh, after he won the belt, Finley walked over there. You know, what the fuck are you doing in my company? What are you doing there? <laughs> you know, perfect, perfect hill. You know, David Finley, leader of uh, Bullet Club War Dogs. He's the next big Ganjin. Uh, uh, you know, he's the he's the foreign hill that uh, New Japan loves. Uh, got in his face. You know, what are you doing in my company? Of course, you know, Nick. Being who uh-huh. he is, you know, you don't talk to me like that. You don't know, you know, you know who I am. Um, you know, push come to shove, got it, got in a fight, had to be breaking, uh, broken up. Um, and then again, at the press conference after the show, uh, Nick came in another brawl, um, talked about respecting the belt. So I think we're gonna see a little preview, um, you know, of that match probably tonight. Um, of course, with uh, with New Japan. They like to do a back-to-back pay-per-view. So they'll do Wrestle Kingdom 
it kind of ends the feuds and then tonight is new year's dash so we'll definitely see um something unique about that is they don't give the card out before the show really so we don't know the matches that are going in um it's all surprise we'll find out as soon as the show happens you know it's gonna start at three, start starts at three o'clock I'm really contemplating to go into bed right after this podcast so I can wake up about four and watch a couple of hours before I got to get my day started. So um, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to see, you know, Nick Namath on the show. I'm sure we're going to see Brian Danielson. We're going to see John Mox on the show. Um, The great thing about, like I said, uh, New Year's Dash is this is the start of all their new uh, storylines and big things always happen. On New Year's Dash, you know, in pre- like I said, in previous years, we saw Suzuki Gun, who was a who was a stable from Noah Jump Ship to go to New Japan. Uh-huh. We saw we saw AJ Styles get kicked out of the Bullet Club and join, uh, and and Kenny take the leadership. Um, we you know we've seen big moments happen um, on on New Year's Dash. So I, I'm looking forward to to this year. Um, if, if I don't get to watch it, you know, live, I'm definitely going to watch it when I get home tomorrow. D- Damn. Damn, dude. I'm, I hope New Japan makes um, a TV deal at some point for over here. Um, of course, you know, the only time, I mean, look, I, first of all, I love your New Japan updates and, um, you know, a, ROH updates because I got a lot on my plate. So, dude, shout out to you. We're going to make that a regular thing now, just so you know. So, always be prepared to come with an ROH <laughs> update and a New Japan update because shit, man, that sounds like good shit. Yes, um, sir. Two questions, real quick. Um, first of all, um, before we get to hot shot questions, and then we're going to get out of here. And of course, I got an announcement for you. Um, so first of all, um, is Fightful Select worth the five bucks a month? I don't do it. You don't I'm do a, it. I'm not paying five dollars for a scoop. Then I'm like, I probably can get a minute or two after it's dropped. Right. That's just me. You know, I'm not. Uh, you know, there there's times whenever I can, whenever somebody will will drop something before they do. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, it's always good. Like I said, they're they're a pretty reliable source for the most part. I think they got they got some people on the inside that actually know what's going on. Um, <laughs> but I'll I'm, I wouldn't I'm not paying for uh, a rumor mill site where I'll you know I can jump on Reddit or Twitter and probably find out m- more most of the details you know within thirty minutes to an hour. Absolutely, somebody can literally literally on reddit post the son of a bitch for free so that that's good to know i'm i think going forward you know for future episodes wrestle empire um that's what i'm gonna do um as well for you know for stuff for wrestle empire my second question and this is kind of gonna lead into uh hot shots or hot shot questions do you work tomorrow because i do i do Oh man, Jesus Christ, dude! I, I don't know how you do it, but I'm gonna be doing that on Sunday night with the Dolphins. 
um, because uh, I'm sure you saw the schedule, but we play Buffalo. Yeah, you guys, you guys are winner takes the division, I believe. Winner takes the number two seed and the division. I am so fucking nervous. If you had to pick, before we go to uh, hot shot questions, uh, who do you got winning Sunday night? Honestly, I, you know what? I think right now. Well, first of all, is how how is Waddle back? Oh, that's a good. I haven't read the news on Jalen's uh, status. Let me let me look that up. Because 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 he's out. The running back is still hurt. Raheem Mostert. Yeah, Mostert still is he. Uh, he was out last week too, right? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be back for um, this Sunday game. Night. And then of course you have Tyreek's house on fire yesterday. Oh. Fuck, man. Um, yeah, that's been a big story. Um, so I just looked at an article. Um, I will say this real quick, and then for real, we're going to get the hot shot question so we can get you out of here and get you to bed so you can watch Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> um, I will say this. Um, I do know um, today that Jalen Waddle was not practicing again. And, of course, Tyreek is dealing with the situation with his house, which, by the way, prayers to him and his wife, Kita. Um, that must have been very awful, um, what they went through. I don't know how the fuck it started. Um, From what I heard was one of their kids playing with the cigarette lighter. No, what? That, that's what the reporters are stating. That's what the police reports were stating. No fucking way. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, but I do know with this being a winner-take-all game, um, I'm not sure if Jalen Waddle will play on Sunday night. I do know Tyreek should be there, um, and so will Raheem Moster. But I do know that we are badly banged up on the offensive line, and uh, we just lost Bradley Chubb for the season um, due to that torn ACL which um, I'll respond to that um, on uh, Sunday when my girlfriend and I, we do the Miami recap episode because we're going to, because we're doing that in honor of the, um, of uh, the Dolphins and Bills uh, Sunday night. Um, but what I will say we have going for us is number one, when we face adversity this season, we usually respond. And number two, it's in Miami. So those things I am taking into consideration. Yeah, I mean, good, good point. You know, Buffalo, you know what? I, I like Buffalo. Uh, I had uh, Allen and um, and um, what's-his-face on my fantasy squad this year, Cook. Um, yeah. Gave me numbers. Gotta love them, you know. But, you know, they, they kind of are hit or miss. I know Allen last week had two TDs, but passing was off. I think they've done it. I think the – Everybody they play, their defense has actually held you no know, digs in check. Um, yeah, you know, and you, Cook is off and on. He can go off one week, you go off the other. The only thing that hurts me is that, uh, you know, can I have both teams lose? Because both teams beat my team, the Cowboys. You know, <laughs> and, and so it, it it hurts even more that I have to you know see these two teams go. Um, oh, you know, but um, you know, I think of of uh, of Tua. If Tua and, and Hill play and they can kind of get open, I, I think they might be unstoppable. You got two great running backs over there. Um, 
in Miami. Of course, Tua on another level with his uh, running skills and his passing. And Tyreek is just a beast. Absolutely. Uh, so, of course, if, if the Bills secondary can't control uh, contain him, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Of course, like you said, it's a must-win for both teams. Being at home, you got that home home field advantage. Um, yeah. You know, de- definitely can see the, the Dolphins pull it off. My man. I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but, of course, we'll, you and I will be talking plenty about that. But, um, no, uh, my point being is, dude, I, I got respect for you. That's dedication because, um, you know, I'm going to be doing that on Sunday night with the Dolphins, you know, because I want to see them, um, you know, make history because we haven't had um, this successful of a season in a long time. And, you know, what happens from there? Should we win Sunday night? remains to be seen because there's a very interesting scenario for um you know the bills for if they lose they could be as low as the sixth seed or if some other things happen i'm not sure what they could possibly miss the playoffs so i'm i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna applaud the nfl and nbc for giving this game um to sunday night football i said believe it or not brother i said at the beginning of the season or when this past year's schedule was released in the off season, I said, I would not be shocked if us and Buffalo will be the final NBC game of the season. And lo and behold, dude, we, yeah, we, we got the final game, the final uh, Sunday night football, regular season game. And one last thing I'll say, and then we'll get the hot shot questions. One thing I also forgot to add, um, while we may have struggled in Buffalo the last few seasons, the same could be said for Buffalo when they come down to hard rock, you know? So I am a little nervous personally for the game Sunday night, but I'm going to believe, but I am going to take those things into consideration. So, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that, that, uh, that, that my team plays at three at three thirty against Washington. Right? Against Washington. Yeah, man, we need to beat them, but I know, how the Cowboys are. They love to lose to those weak ass teams. Um, <laughs> you know, but you know, I gotta tell everybody we've we've put we've we've clinched it, we've made it to the playoff, clinched the playoff spot. Um I don't think we're we're not we're not gonna win the division, obviously, because or the conference because San Francisco is gonna whether they win or lose, they're gonna they're gonna they have the they have a tiebreaker against us. But you know what? I think I, I smell a victory and hopefully, you know. We're not a, a one and done. Hopefully, we can beat either the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Packers. We can beat somebody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, this is the the best time right now. We got we got football playoffs starting up. I can't wait oh, for, this, for, oh, for, this, can't. for this month. Oh, I can't wait either. Um, I will say this: um, it is a damn good thing Arizona beat Philadelphia. Oh yeah. If you, if you guys beat Washington this weekend, on account of the tiebreaker you guys will win the division and I'll be very interested to see who goes up against San Francisco in, um, you know, the second round who, who will go up against them because look, San Francisco is going to be favored in the NFC. Um, and obviously Dallas will be as well because I got to admit to you, dude, I'm very impressed. And, Dallas right now was the best team at home all season long. Oh, yeah. 
a single fucking game at AT AT&T. So we got to take that into consideration as well. But, um, you know, as for the Dolphins, you know, we were up until that fucking Monday night disaster, which I was at, by the way, um, against the the, the, the comeback from the tie, the two, two touchdowns in two minutes. I know, dude. I was... I was already tired that day, and I'll tell more of the story on uh, Sunday's podcast uh, when me and my girlfriend do the Miami recap episode, but um, I was going to say that about the Dolphins, and we were not far behind you guys, Um, you know, but I'm very excited about Sunday night. Um, Also, I'm very nervous, but um, hopefully um, by this time next week, um, you know, when we do episode five, um, you know, it'll either be um, I'm a little more at ease for the playoffs or I'm scared shitless because I really, really do not. I think it's if we lose on Sunday, we'll be the number six seed, which that means we're going to go to Kansas City um, round one, which I would love to see the storyline between, um, you know, the rightful storyline of Tyreek returning to Kansas City because I don't know why the NFL fucking robbed us of that with that whole uh, Germany bullshit, you know? Yep, yep, yep. So, I mean, it looks like right now you guys are scheduled to play in uh, the Colts. Should should we in get the, the two seed? Yeah, if y'all win. Yeah, and mm. if the Colts can find a way to make the playoffs. Cause, yeah. But, yeah, look, that's a whole different thing for another day. But no, I just, um, my point is, um, dude, you, that's dedication. That really shows that you're a true supporter of pro wrestling. Oh yeah. I love it. All right. So with that being said, you want to do some hot shot questions real quick? Yep. Let's, let's, let's get it loaded. Perfect. All right. Okay. I got, okay. Hold on. Okay. I got it fixed. Um, all right. So you know how we do it, brother. Um, any, um, mainly wrestling questions um you know we just ask and we give like predictions and stuff it could be serious it could be funny or it could be other questions like you know sports questions so um what do you say you ready you want to go first yeah i'll start it off um do we see surprise uh, stars come out on smackdown tomorrow It depends. Um, what are the segments playing for tomorrow? Um, so I know the, the big one is Roman's going to be on the show. That's the that's that's the main one. Um, that's happening. Right. Let me see if anything else is going to. If they announce anything else. But I haven't heard anything so far. Just I know it's it's the New Year's. Uh, with the new New Year Revolution or whatever, right? Um, let's see if anything pops up. We got oh well, so we got the Roman segment so far mm-hmm. talked about. We have the AJ Styles Randy Orton LA Knight oh. Triple Threat for the number mm-hmm. one contender. Um, we have Kevin Owens fighting Santos Escobar in the World uh, the United States Championship Tournament Finals. To determine Logan. who faces Logan Paul at Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, and Logan Paul's going to be on the show. Um, and that's really the, the big ones right. so far that they've announced. 
All right. No, thank you for that, by the way. Um, if I have to pick a surprise star, um, if they're going in the direction of Rock versus Roman, um, I could honestly see The Rock appearing on SmackDown tomorrow <laughs> night. As far as anybody else, um, I don't know unless they want to do maybe Rey Mysterio returning for revenge against Santos Escobar. But I could see if they want to do The Rock returning or The Rock making an appearance on SmackDown to, you know, plant the seeds even more for him versus Roman, I could see that happening. What do you think? Yeah, most definitely. Um, do you see maybe Andrade popping up? No. No. Um, maybe not this week. I don't know if he has like a 90 day, uh, compete, no compete clause. I don't, um, I think he's, he's straight as of the 31st. He's, he's no, he can sign anywhere. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. Andrade is a bit of a question mark, uh, for me right now, but I can see the rock appearing, uh, tomorrow night. Um, so if that happens, then I do think we're going to plant the seeds more for Rock and Roman. Um, for my my first question, um, it's something that we forgot to talk about earlier in the show or on tonight's episode four. Um, do you think Miro gets a major push after uh, World's End? Mm, I don't think he gets a major push. But um, you know what? I can definitely see him challenging uh, Eddie Kingston for the Continental Championship. Ooh, that could be a long-term. That could be a potential long-term booking storyline for yeah. Eddie. You know, um, if that's the case, um, let me ask you a follow-up question to that. Um, do you think Nero would be a heel in that rivalry? Oh yeah, most definitely. Gotcha. Considering the fact that uh, CJ officially joined back up with him. Mm -hmm. um, well, actually, another follow-up question. Uh, do you think CJ and Miro uh, join back up again after World's End? I do. I think I think that she'll start managing him at this point. I think we'll see a definitely see a vignette, um, and then we'll see them start coming out together. Mm. Yeah. I, I can see it too. Uh, what do you got for me next? Um, let's see. With um, do you think we see an additional hour added to Collision or Dynamite to kind of help you know bring more wrestlers out to an audience? As soon as this year. Yeah. Um, I can maybe see an additional hour being added to Collision. Um, I think what Dynamite has right now is good enough. Um, I can see an additional hour being added to um, Collision um, with everything winding down like college football 
Um, the NFL won't be far behind. Um, you know, which is one of the things that's always been a concern with uh, Collision. Um, you know, who the fuck is going to watch it on a Saturday night when people are possibly going out? Or, you know, there are other things like NFL football or college football. Um, I would like to see him add an additional hour to Collision because Collision is somewhat getting more interesting. And I think the narrative that, um, you know, it was supposed to be just CM Punk show, I think it's a little bullshit. Um, What do you think about that, um, about it being just CM Punk show? Oh yeah, I definitely agree. I, I think it was it 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 was more geared to old school wrestling um, than a CM Punk show. You know, I think after his problems with everybody, they turned it into the CM Punk show because they just had to get him away from everybody. Um, yeah. But you know, like I said, I think it was more it's more geared to that old school, you know, promo and then a fight, um, which they're doing now, which makes it which makes it unique because you don't see that. Um, in modern day, you know, wrestling shows, and it brings like a that gritty, you know, they're there for a fight attitude. Yeah, absolutely. You know, especially with the theme song, uh, "Saturday Night's All Right for a Fight," which, by the way, great fucking theme song um, for a wrestling show. Elton John, shout out to Elton John. Um, okay, I'm gonna fire a stupid question at you, kind of. Um, <laughs> Next women's wrestler that you can see or possibly would like to see have an OnlyFans account. You already know my answer to this one. <laughs> Man, who I I'd have to figure out who who doesn't have one yet. <laughs> um I know uh Mandy Rose has one. Um, yeah, like I mean let let all of them have it for all for you know what? Let all of them have it. They're all look good. You know, Mer, uh, let me, let me, I'll, you know, a sky blue, but I want to say she has like a pay, uh, that Patreon, Patreon or whatever. You know, I mean, you know, sky blue would be one of them. Um, Mariah May, you know, um, Rhea Ripley. Oh, you know, <laughs> they all look good. I think they all take care of their bodies, you know, definitely in that workout. Um, Routine wrestling does definitely helps. I think they all have beautiful bodies. They're all beautiful women. Um, you know what? Let, let I'll sign. I, if I if I signed up to that stuff, you know what? Sign me up. <laughs> Every single one of them you can be their top top donator. <laughs> oh my god! Oh shit, man! Uh, I I had to throw a curveball at you there. Um, you know, I absolutely agree with you. Um, but, um, you know, Thunder Rosa for me, but obviously Thunder Rosa is not my number one answer. You already know my number Oh, yeah. Answer. You're, you're, you're going straight, uh, Statlander. Statlander. Absolutely. Oh, my God, dude. It, it, I'll tell you right now, um, and thank God my girlfriend doesn't listen to Wrestle Empire, um, which is fine. Um, if Chris Statlander ever made a fucking uh, OnlyFans account, consider me the goddamn top fucking donator. I swear Because <laughs> it's like, holy shit, dude. I can imagine, you know, that she has a freaky side to her. But 
due to, you know, I want to be sensitive. You know, I'm just going to leave it at that. But obviously, um, Chris Statlander is my number one answer. But as far as I'm concerned, all of them are beautiful. In all seriousness, all of them are beautiful women. You know, and it's like between you and me, brother, we're guys. We have needs, you know, but obviously. But I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. What do you got for me? Um, who do you think should be the next champion, the next uh, AEW champion? World champion? Yes. Swerve. Swerve, 100%. Um, because it's obviously going to be a minute before we get Adam Cole versus MJF for the world title. Um, it, my pick would have to be Swerve in all seriousness. Um, what do you think? Obviously, Swerve, like you said earlier, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Has, I think definitely it's Swerve's time. I think, you know, g- great on the mic, great, um, you know, in ring work. Um, you know, my only thing is maybe he gets away with Mogul Emb- the Mogul Embassy. Um, yeah. They don't really do too much now together. Maybe, Mogul you know, Embassy? Yeah, Swerve and Mogul Embassy. Yeah, Swerve and Mogul Embassy. I think you really do see more of uh, Gates of Agony and uh, Brian Cage doing their own thing. Uh, of course, they're the they're the six man ROH champions. You know, maybe you have him break away. Um, you keep them on Ring of Honor and right. you let him do his thing. I don't mind them together. Um, you know, it just you know you don't you, they're not really in any um, stable feuds. So, you know, why keep them together? No, a- absolutely. Um, I agree with you. Well, let me ask you a follow-up question. And uh, this isn't my uh, next round of hot shot question. Um, does Prince Nana stay with Swerve? Yeah. That, they're, they're, they're together now forever. Absolutely. It's that dance, the Swerve When I Drive dance, is like a fucking trend right now which by the way we still haven't done our video for the swerve when i drive challenge (laughs) oh man we have to do that soon um before one of the next two episodes so we can get this son of a bitch trending um trying to think here um underrated wrestler who deserves a shot at roman reigns uh, nobody, not nobody that we named tonight. Um, just in general, or you want to keep it on SmackDown? Um, Raw or SmackDown, not NXT. Underrated wrestler. Uh, I would, I would like to see the Miz. Um, you know, I like the Miz. I've always been a Miz fan. You know, Ooh. I was hoping that he. Would win the icy belt. I hope he. I was wishing he'd win the world champion again. I think he's a he's a company man. I think he does great for WWE. Um, he has a WWE style. He, um, you know, like he said, he doesn't get hurt. He he's there whenever they need him. You know, he can. You know, he did great things when he was the IC champion. Whenever he was kind of, you know, doing the talking smack and all that. You know, right. I, I could definitely see him being a challenger for Roman Reigns. Mm. I mean, the promos could be good. I mean, absolutely. Do I think that it will be a long-term booking storyline? 
No, it will not be a long-term booking storyline. But um, I, I can I can see that being an underrated feud. I can totally see that. Um, but I do think that it just needs to be like a very like short-term uh, storyline. Uh, what do you think about that? Quickly before the next. Oh month? yeah, yeah. No, it, that, I wouldn't do any long-term booking with that. I would you know a couple of months tops. No, absolutely for sure. Uh, what you got for me? Um, what do you, you want to do what, this? Well, here, hold on. Before you ask me that question, uh, you want to do this uh, maybe till eight fifty, and then um, we'll wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. What do you got for me? What do you think about the pairing of Willow and Statlander as uh, a tag team? Ooh, that's a that's a good question. Um, to be very honest with you, I don't know. Um, I still would like to see what the fuck is going on um, in regards to what does Stokely Hathaway have to do with all of this. If um, Tony Khan's gonna, you know, throw us a curveball and turn uh, oh, excuse me, um, Chris Statlander heel. Um, now, if he doesn't do that, um, I would. If Tony Khan were to do a uh, women's tag team titles, I would love there to be, or maybe Willow and uh, Statlander um, go after uh, the women's tag titles. Should uh, Tony Khan create some from AEW? What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, good tag team yeah. Titles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly think that that's the reason why they're getting paired right now is to see maybe if there is a, if they can do a women's tag team division. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I I agree, I agree. Um, do you think Sky Blue ever goes back to being a face? Yeah, I think she does. Um, How soon? In end of the year, you know. I I don't really think people stay. You know, nowadays, people don't really stay heel faces forever. I think if you're smart, you know, you kind of listen to your, your crowd. If you if you see somebody getting cheered, you know, why not kind of maybe flirt with that, you know, that line of, okay, do we want to turn them heel? Do we want to turn them face? And, and see where we go there. Um, again, you know, not all people are always 100% good, 100% bad. Um, so why not play to the real-life tendencies of where – you know, sometimes you just have to be a bad guy. Um, you know, it's where you want to be. Yeah, and sometimes you have to be a good guy. You know, let feed give give that more realism um, to a imaginary world of wrestling per se. You know, you're not you're not a, you know a living dead girl like Abaddon, but you can get pretty close to it. Um, you know, and with her, you've seen her be a heel when she first started. She is in a face position now where people like her and cheer for her. Um, you know, and she can easily turn on Thunder Rosa and become a heel again. Um, you know, it, it, it always helps lead to, to more feuds um, and more diversity. Um, so you know what? You know, why not turn, you know, you could always do something, um, you know, with her. You could always, you know, team her up with her, with her boyfriend and maybe have them both turn face. Um, you know, you could have her turn on um, Julia Hart and turn face. You could have her, you know, Miss Julia back, turn Julia face. I think you, you can. There's always different storylines that you could probably think of um, that uh-huh. could work. 
Um, you know, so I, you know what? But I can definitely see her turning back to the face at some point. Yeah. Interesting. I will say this, and then I actually got just like a quick question before. Um, you know, the next one for me. Um, two things. One, um, I don't see uh, Julia Hart going back to being a face because I think her role right now is perfect as a heel. Um, and then number two, uh, who's Sky Blue's boyfriend? Uh, Kyle Fletcher. Really? Yeah. Mm, that'll be interesting to see. Um, I'll, have to keep, I'll have to keep that in mind. I'll have to keep that in mind. Uh, what do you got for me, brother? Uh, let me see this. Do... Who do, you, who do you think is who do you think should win the rumble? Between the obvious two contenders, CM Punk and Cody? Or just anybody. Anybody? All oh, the answer is simple. Cody Rhodes. Cody. Um, I think it's time. Um, I think it's time to circle back around to Cody and Roman too. Um, it needs to be Cody. Speaking with shout out to a down straight for kingdom. I love <laughs> that theme song. It, it is it, it's it's a cat it's a catchy one. Yeah, especially when the crowd goes, Whoa <laughs> Jesus, that's an ongoing fucking joke. <laughs> um Yeah, it, it would have to be Cody for me. It'd have to be Cody. Um who is the likely candidate to unseat Gunther as the IC champion? Um, shit. What is he, Raw? Yeah, he's Raw. I don't know. I'm trying to think who's he's, who he's feuding with who right now? Miz, Gargano, DIY, and all I them? He, I know I they think had he's a... feuding with Jay Uso. I think they just had a match, right? Or or he fought he fought they fought in a tag match where uh one of those Imperium guys got concussed. Yeah, Giovanni uh, uh Yeah. Uh, I mean do I could definitely see Jay o- Jay Uso beating him for the belt. Um you know, kind of giving him his first singles title. Um you know, I could definitely see that happening. I think yeah, I mean if I'm looking at anybody it would probably have to be in the realm of Sami Zayn, uh, Jey Uso. I don't think there's really anybody else to take that title yeah. off him. Um, that's kind of that face. Um, that's a big enough face star that kind of hovers that main event line. Um, right. You know, right. I can, I can, I can definitely see it be Jey Uso. I can see it, but not till after WrestleMania because I don't want to see. Jimmy versus Jay um, for the title. That needs to be personal, you know, brother versus brother. And that will be a great match to remember. Um, before we get to the next one for me, because, you know, I want to get ready to wrap this up for tonight, for this week. Um, hold on. Let me think. Um, do you think. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I, I had it on the tip of my tongue. If, if I think about it, I'll text you the question. If All I, right. If I think about it. Uh, what do you got for me, brother? Um, 
Do we? Let me see. Let's see. Let's see what I have. What What's a good question I have? I'm trying to think. Remember, it it could be anything. It could be. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be in wrestling. What? Who do you think the what? Super Bowl predictions. Who's Who's going to be the two teams in Super Bowl this year? <laughs> Fuck! Why you got to throw a curveball at me? Um. Here, before I answer that question, um, do you, um, I apologize for doing this. Do you actually want to do this till nine? It makes more sense and then we'll shut her down. Yeah, yeah. Or you, you'll be okay to do it till nine and then no later than that? We'll end yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Perfect. Okay. And then I'll make the announcement. Um, my two teams, um. I think um, I think it is going to be San Francisco. Um, the AFC, um, it's a little too early to tell. I think the AFC road is a lot harder. Uh, believe it or not, I do want to I do want to say that I think my Dolphins will rise to the occasion. Um, and believe it or not, the Simpsons a long time ago. Uh, for a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Um, they predicted the 49ers and the Dolphins, and both teams are in really good positions to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Did you know that? No, I did not. I did not. Well, you've heard that the Simpsons... Uh, pre predicted things. They predicted things. Oh, yeah. So that's something to keep an eye on. Um, I guess for that reason, and just because I want to be a homer, like a biased... Probably will bite me in the ass. Who, who knows? Um, Niners and Dolphins. With, of course, they predicted the Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. Okay. That's, I, I hope. That's, that's what you're going for. for? Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Um, I am going to try to request off for the Super Bowl just in case, especially that, because the last thing I want to do is fucking work if my Dolphins are in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Um, I'll ask you the same question. Who you got? Man, so look, I, I, just for, because it's us two talking, you know, let, let it be the Cowboys and Dolphins Super Bowl finals. You, you know, motherfucker. That, you... That's, that's what my heart wants. That's what my heart wants. If I'm actually looking at, you know, games played and, you know, reality, I mean, uh... it's probably going to be San Francisco, Baltimore, uh, you know, San Francisco has been playing good, minus that blowout they had, um, but last week. Um, and Baltimore, I don't man, Baltimore is on another level right now. I don't know what's going on over there. They uh, are. And they just signed Davin Cook now. Oh. Um, back, so it just adds another piece. Oh, fuck me. Speak, so, speaking of that, speaking of that, um, I'll give you a little sneak preview of um, what I'm doing for tomorrow's solo episode for my right, my regular uh, State of the Real Union. Um, I am going to put Dalvin Cook as uh, my next edition of Jackass of the Week for signing with the Jets. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just telling you right now because that was fucking stupid. Signing uh, for and then back being the backup, yeah, yeah, to Brees Hall. What yeah. the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, Dalvin? Jesus Christ. Um, but no, if it is San Francisco and Baltimore, that would be a good one. But it's a rare occasion 
where we see both of the top two teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I think, I, you know, the only hard thing that I see out of the, um, you know, our division on the NFC is that we have a lot of um, other teams giving their uh, guys a break this week. You know, pretty much all the all the San Francisco guys are, um, you know, sitting down. And, of course, they probably end up getting the bye, so they're going to get two weeks of rest. I know all the Rams. I know all the Rams guys are taking are, are, are sitting out this week. You know they've kind of figured they're going to stay in that six seed. Um, so you know, hopefully, like I said, hopefully my, my Cowboys take the take the win. You know, maybe the San Francisco takes the loss because nobody's going to be playing. Hopefully, uh, Philadelphia. I mean, it don't matter if they win or lose, but if you know Dallas can't beat the Commanders, I hope the Giants you know whip up on uh, Philadelphia. Which will be a very tall task. Yeah, which it, it, give, it can be done. Yeah, give us that number two seed. I don't mind playing Green Bay uh, at home. You know, let's get some revenge from the last time they played over there. Um, and hopefully, you know, then I guess from then it's going to be Detroit or the Rams. Well, we'll, I guess we'll figure it out down the line. Damn, I would love to see that Detroit and the uh, Rams matchup. Matthew Stafford. Returning. Oh, yeah. But that would be a good storyline. But we'll. We'll, we'll discuss that more uh, later on. Um, so, basically, in all seriousness, you're saying um, 49ers and Ravens? More than likely, you know. More than likely. Unless something happens. It's the NFL playoffs. Oh, yeah. Anything it's can happen. Quickly, you know. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fun time. Um, what, do you, what do you got for me, brother? We got nine minutes left before we wrap up uh, Hot Shot. What do you, what do you think about WWE doing a forty year anniversary of uh, Hulk Hogan? They're doing a forty year anniversary of They're, Hulk Hogan. They they plan on doing a celebration or celebrating the fortieth anniversary of Hulkamania. When are they doing this? It, they just announced it yesterday. Well, they're that that's their plan. That that's what the that's what everybody's saying that they're. That they're planning on doing a, a celebration for 40 years of Hulkamania. Um, I don't I don't know what that entitles to, whether he's gonna jump up on Raw or if they're just gonna put stuff on the network. Um, but I do know that they're they're gonna have you know new merchandise. Um, and they're gonna I'm pretty sure they'll talk about it, but you know, they're 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 planning that. What what's your feeling on that? Um wasn't he fired by WWE a while back for some racist comments he said? Yeah, I think he was let go of his legend contract or something. Yeah, they're still going to do a show for him. Um, it depends. Did he ever apologize for the racist comments that he made? I, I think he did. Um, I think he made some, you know, just really um, not personal apologies, but more just like of a blanket statement apology. Um, but it looks like just like reading, they plan on doing a celebration this month uh, with new merchandise and collectibles. Um, and they're even saying that it's not it's not out of the pit, not out of the question that you know he does come on raw down. Um, you know they're they're recognizing the start. Um, I guess he beat the Iron Sheik for his first championship um, on the twenty third of this month. Right. Oh, so they're planning to kind of do something around that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, if he apologized for it, then um, I'm I am totally fine with it. 
I'm totally fine with it. You know, um, obviously, I'm not going to get too personal uh, with that situation. Uh, but I will say this. Hulk Hogan is a legend in professional wrestling. And, um, you know, despite everything that's happened, he has given a lot in the ring. It doesn't change, um, you know, what he does outside. And I know he's made some stupid mistakes. Um, you know, but if he apologized uh, for that racist comment that he made uh, several years ago, then honestly, more power to him. You know, um, I'm, I welcome it, you know. Um, what? Uh, let me ask you this. Um, Las Vegas, WrestleMania, yes or no? Yeah. How soon? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't do it. You know, I think it's going to be after their... Because what do they have? The next two already known? Next three? Um, I know this... You Look it up real quick. I know this year's is in Philadelphia. Yeah, this year's in Philadelphia. Um... Philadelphia. Let's see what they say. So they're saying they're saying WrestleMania forty three in Las and, Vegas. Yeah. Ooh, giant. So they're saying. I mean, oh, uh, that's what people are guessing. I guess. I don't think they have anything. So they're saying there's multiple reports that WrestleMania. Also has 2025 and 2026 booked with Minneapolis and Vegas. So I think I think I did hear something about Minneapolis next year, um, uh-huh. and then Vegas after that. So you know what? I don't. I don't, you know what? I can see that. I do know Tennessee Titans are making a new stadium in Nashville, which could mm. possibly be 2027. So mm, interesting. We'll have to. Um, we'll have to uh, look into that. Um, for a future episode. Uh, let's do two quick questions each. Um, and then uh, we'll wrap this up. Um, my first uh, of two final quick contract questions. Um, what are your quick thoughts? Or Do you like Final Fantasy? And if so, um, what are your quick thoughts on the uh, second part of the 7 remake, Rebirth? I, I mean, I do like it, but I have not played Final Fantasy since like the PS One. Um, Jesus, you're missing yeah, out, dude. Yeah, it, it's been a it's it's been a while since I played it. I barely remember it. Um, I'm not really that big of a gamer, you know. I I tell people I tell people like I get into gaming for like a week or two, and I play all the time, and then I just quit. And then you know what? And then. One day I'll pick it back up and I'll start playing again and I'll play for a month or two and then I quit. Um, oh damn! You know, I think the the I think the longest I've ever played was like, um, War, uh, World of Warcraft. Really? And I played that maybe for a couple of months and then I never played again for like like two or three years and then I started playing it again for like another year and then I stopped. You know, I'm a. It, I, I've never been like too like I don't know I just I love games and I play them but I don't 
I don't think I'd play them long enough to actually finish anything out. But I do buy consoles all the time. If you ask me, I have, you know, I have the, the I don't have a new Xbox, but I have the one before that. I have a PS4. Um, you have a PS5. I don't have a PS5. Um, Motherfucker, you gotta uh, get on that shit. Yeah, I will. I, I've been talking to my brother about buying one, but I haven't decided if I want to buy that or buy a, a Steam Deck. Um, oh, man. But, you know, I, I, I might just buy both of them because why not? Um, yeah, but yeah, not. you know, I do buy I, I do buy the new consoles and then I regret it because I'm like, I don't play them. I need to sell them. Um, and then by the time I actually get around to it, uh, we'll probably be like, I'll probably get the, the five and then I'll sell it whenever it's the eights here and I'll get like 20 bucks for it. Jesus. Oh, fucking, fucking treasure value. Yeah. Uh, you love you love to see it. Uh, what's your first uh, quick of two uh, final hotshot questions for me? Do we see any? Um, do we see any? You know, sign uh, AEW signings from any of the WWE talent that got released? It's been you know it's been about two weeks now since they are out of their ninety day contract. Um, of course, we do know that Tony Khan is um, actively going to be recruiting you know stars. We saw Deanna Perrazzo pop up this week. Do you think we see anybody from the WWE roster show up on uh, AEW programming? Um, other than Mercedes Monet, um, I could see Nick Namath at some point. Um, absolutely, Nick Namath. Um, I think, you know, with the fact that he's showing up in New Japan, um, I could also see him appearing at. Um, at AEW at some point. I think it's where he needs to be. Maybe if they want to do Drew McIntyre, um, I can see Drew McIntyre and they'll let him be more free. And then um, I'm also hearing rumors of like once Kevin Owens title or I mean, time with WWE is up, he's going to think about maybe signing with AEW. I can see that happening. Those three are my top three other than Mercedes. Yeah. Okay. Um, real quick, what do you think? And then I'll give you my final uh, question, and then we'll do your final question. Yeah, I mean, I definitely see that happening. Um, you know, with with Nick popping up on New Japan yesterday, um, I don't really think it's long term. I don't think he's going to be investing in living in Japan for long. Um, I could definitely maybe see him signing with AEW um, and doing a deal with New Japan Strong to keep him in the states. Um, of course, his brother is in AEW already, so so why not be there? Um, the only other person I can see maybe signing is uh, Mustafa Ali. I know he is doing a uh, Indies run right now. Um, he's going to be in Corpus. I know coming up in January um, in one of the one of the indie show one of the indie uh, federations over there. Um, but I could definitely see him doing that run and then popping up at AEW at some point. Um, you know, coming up this year. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Interesting. We'll have to we'll be on the lookout for that. Either way, it's going to be a big year for AEW. Um, okay. I'm trying to think, because there's one of two that I want to ask. Um, either, I'm not, I'm not going to ask them both. Um, music streaming services such as um, Apple and Spotify or Pandora? I use Apple Music. No, I know, but what I'm saying is, which, like, 
would you rather be able to listen to the songs that you want or do you want to uh, oh, like a playlist they make me yes like oh songs that i want for sure your own songs yeah i have um i do i have serious xm radio I so, do love Sirius XM. So, right so do I. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big time. I've been I've had Sirius since it uh, first came out. Um, I regret not buying the Forever Plan when it was like three hundred bucks. Uh, um, that's how old I've. That's how long I've had it. They had a plan where you if you pay three hundred bucks, you have it until it until you you uh, until it shuts down. Um, but you know. I, I let that do my picking um, when it comes to music wise, um, and but then I, I Apple Music all the way because then I can listen to my individual songs that I feel like listening to them. Um, gotcha. So, so you know, they, huh? Go on. No, go on. No, no. What were you gonna say? Oh, but yeah. So yeah, def- definitely. If I had to choose between those two, I think it definitely have to be serious. Um, you know, there's there's shows that I listen to, uh, Busted Open, Coast to Coast, Howard Stern. Um, I love Howard Stern. Love Howard Jesus too. Christ. Love Howard. So you know, uh, I do like to. I, I listen to those every day, and so. But then the music is just that extra add-on. Oh man, I I'm so glad you mentioned Howard Stern. Um, Jesus Christ, he 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 is not afraid to push the bounds or the boundaries of like comedy. It's so fucking great, dude. I, as a matter of fact, you inspired me. Uh, after I close the show when we're done here um, in just a minute, um, I'm going to listen to some Howard Stern. If I'm <laughs> ever in a very pissed off mood, Howard Stern is my go-to. You know, JD and uh, Baba Booey <laughs> in the fucking um, audio tampering with audiobooks. The Oprah audiobook tampering he did was fucking hilarious. I remember listening to that one day at work several years ago, and I was literally crying so hard from laughing so hard. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, totally love it. I'll, I'll jump on the Sternology and listen to old shows. Um, I know right now he's off. He's, he's, he's on vacation, so they're doing the best of, but Man, I love listening to the best stuff and hearing all the stuff that happened this year. Yeah. Yeah, no. It, it, Howard Stern is the greatest thing to happen in this society, which I'll, I'll do a separate episode another day. But, like, you know, some sometimes, you know, it just really bugs me that, like, raunchy humor is not accepted by a lot of people anymore, you know? But Howard Stern doesn't care. He will push. He has no bounds. I, I, I love it. I love it. Dude, great, great fucking choice. And, you know, that's an honest answer because I've been with Sirius uh, for almost 13 years and I'm practically a loyal customer. Oh, yeah. Sirius, greatest fucking thing ever. Um, what you got for me for final question, brother? Uh, what do we see from Daniel Garcia this year? Mm, that's a good question. Because I mean, from what I, from what you and I obviously both heard um, at the end of uh, Wednesday's Dynamite, Tony Khan came out and said we're going to be seeing a lot more of him. Yeah. Um. In the short term, I can see him and Daddy Magic 
which by the way, I think him and Daddy Magic are turning face. What do you think about that real quick and then I'll answer your question? Oh yeah, De- definitely. I, I I love Daddy Magic. He, he's, he's fucking great. Um, so in the short term, um, obviously after House of Black is done feuding with um, FTR, I can see um, maybe them uh, feuding with House of Black as well. Um, but I would like to see some titles on uh, him and um, Daddy Magic. Uh, maybe the tag titles. Maybe they challenge uh, Ricky and Big Bill at some point. Um, only because um, I right now, I don't know if any other tag team is worthy. And plus, long term, uh, for any of the major titles... Um, I don't see um, Daniel Garcia going after any of the big titles uh, anytime soon. I will tell you this. I think we're going to see a a whole shit ton less of uh, Angelo Parker, uh, which is fine with me because his whole storyline with uh, Ruby Soho is kind of bugging the shit out of me. Like, I don't care for it. It's like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know? Ooh, Ruby's boy crazy about Angela Parker. Ooh, we haven't seen a lot of Angela Parker. We've been seeing more of Daniel Garcia and um, Daddy Magic. What do you think? Yeah, you know, um, I definitely do think they're pushing more into the Daddy Magic, Daniel Garcia um, being together and Angelo on his own. Uh, My thing for them is, I mean, I love that he's getting those high-profile matches. Um, you know, we saw main event dynamite, of course. Um, I just don't want him to start being the guy who loses to all the main event stars. You know, I think I think he needs to start picking up some single wins. Um, yeah. but you know, I I would love to see some gold around his waist as, as well. Um, you know, and, and you know, see what happens with him coming up. I mean, I think he's gonna be one of the stars that gets pushed this year, you know. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I'm saying um, if they want a team to uh, take the title, the tag titles off of Ricky and Big Bill at some point, I think Daniel Garcia and uh, Daddy Magic are the two perfect candidates. You know, because everybody's really getting behind Daniel Garcia and uh, Daddy Magic. Yeah, and we definitely see, you know, the tag team division starting to get built up again. Um, you know, now the top flight's back together. Um, private party, of course, came back. Uh, Mark, yeah. Quinn, Mark Quinn's back from injury. So, you know, there's definitely going to be, I think, a big push in the tag team division coming up in 2024. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, I do apologize. Um, I do got two more quick questions. One of them regarding um, the main event on Wednesday. Did you see that dance off between uh, Prince Nana? Oh, yeah. Or as Daddy Magic calls him, Prince Dana, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Daniel Garcia. Yeah, yeah, of Yeah, they're great, great. I've I've been looking at, I've been watching all the gifts and all that. Everybody talking about it. I think it's the uh, the two best dancers in AEW going. Uh, you know, head to head. The uh, what is it? The immovable, immo- unmovable object or whatever against the. <laughs> you know, it, it was it was great. I love that little bit of comedy in there. It didn't take away from the match. Um, you know, and 
it played perfectly where Danny Garcia was able to do that and not get beat up afterwards. He caught Swerve when he tried to get him in there. Oh, um, that was perfect. That was so, like Spidey Sense was being like. Oh, yeah. So definitely a good spot to have it in. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I do got to ask you this one to set up for my Miami recap episode. Um, Miami or Los Angeles, uh, which city do you prefer? Miami. I, I can't deal with how crowded and how trafficy Los Angeles is. Oh God! Um, Tell me about it. See, it's it's for me. It's overhyped. I think you can go there one time and be all right. Um, I'd rather be kicking it on the beaches in Miami. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, which, by the way, um, tomorrow I'm going to be doing um, an episode on Texas drivers, um, which um, you know. I'll give more details tomorrow, but I will say this with how bad it's and how expensive it's getting to live here in the state. Um, I do have a new nickname for Texas now, and it's Texafornia. What do you think about that? Uh, man, with with all the Californians moving here, it, it's 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 getting close to that name. Texafornia. It, sooner or later, all the state leaders are going to be. Um, calling it Texafornia. Oh, in the great state of Texafornia. I got some jokes on that, but I'll save it for tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, listen, I think that was great, man. Um, what? It, how, how do you feel about tonight's episode? I think we're just getting better and better. We're developing massive chemistry for Russell Empire. What do you think? Oh, yeah, great. I love it. I love sitting back, talking to you about wrestling. Um, you know, it's obviously a passion of you, of yours, a passion of mine. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's it's great to always have somebody you can talk to, you know, about things you like. Makes it easy. Absolutely. Um, okay, so with that being said, um, before I get to my announcement, and it's nothing groundbreaking, not yet, but it is a big, it is kind of a big deal. So, um, first of all, um, I am trying to get the overall show, uh, of course, State of the Real Union, Rise Again, shout out to that. But, of course, joining that family and then, of course, the Phoenix Empire Incorporated family, you know, we have our show, Wrestle Empire. Um, I am trying to get it on all the other major platforms. Like, I got it on Google Podcasts. I got it on iHeart. I'm trying to get it on a little more, including Apple. Um, so before I give the announcement, um, dude, feel free to promote it, like with the people you talk wrestling with. You know, mm-hmm. we'll do, we'll do. Oh, I, I, they, they have the link already. I usually send the dots to them whenever I talk to them. So, gotta, I'll, I'll start doing that a lot more. Try to get our name out there. Absolutely, I love it. So with that being said, brother. Um, I do have an announcement. Um, again, I wish it was a major, major, like game changer announcement. Um, as of today, I believe I looked at the numbers and, uh, overall the, um, state of the real union family, which includes our amazing wrestling show, wrestle empire. We have now reached 20 followers. Nice. That's nice for for four uh, just for three episodes in. 
well now about to be four before uh, of course you know we're we're trying to build this thing you know um and i got some more people on board um but yeah dude um we're slowly growing this thing you know and of course you already know my reasoning which again i can't get too into depth on the air i can do it more off air but dude i'm just sick and tired of like you know I'm sick and tired of like lack of justice and fairness in certain things. And I think, you know what I'm talking about. You I know, do, I do, I do. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But I'm going to leave it at that. But dude, um, yeah, I wanted to let you know that, but I figured it a good time to do it was when we did episode four. Um, but dude, like I said, as usual, um, of course, along with spreading the word, um, you know, I know it's a little long, but you know, I feel we have great discussions um, and dude, we're just getting started building this fucking thing. So dude, I appreciate you. Um, what you got going on the rest of the week, Dan? Uh, you know, it's, uh, more, more wrestling. I got, uh, sure. hopefully, um, New Japan tonight. Of course, uh, SmackDown and Rampage on Friday. Yeah. Um, GCW and, and Collision Saturday. Uh, football all day Sunday because you know I got to watch my football on Sundays. Uh, um, absolutely. You know, be... and then go on. No, oh no, 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 oh. no, no. You're good. I'm just you know. Saying... No, go ahead, and then I'll and... and then I'll respond. Oh, and yeah, and then after that, you know, it just it really should be fo- football and uh, football, football, football playoffs. We got playoffs coming up. Um, we got uh, you know, we got we got. Next week's, you know, I'm I'm really hyped for next week's shows. Uh, you know that that uh that fight with Hangman and um that fight with Hangman and Swerve at the end, you know, got me ready for next week. Of course, we're jumping into WrestleMania season. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, football playoff season, uh, Rumble season. I mean, I think right now it's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, of course, whatever. Uh, me being a sports guy, um. Uh, Whenever football season's over, I go into NASCAR season. So I'm I'm ready for the I'm ready for NASCAR to start. I'm I'm ready to see this new U uh, UFL, um, mm-hmm. you know the XFL and the US and the ULS uh, L merging together. Um, you know that just means more football for everybody. Um, you know it leads into WrestleMania season in into baseball season. So. Um, you know, I'm a sports guy. You're no around. NBA for you or college? Well, college basketball. Um, I, I don't college basketball uh, here and there. Um, you know, more more so, I'll watch the 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 playoff. I'll watch March Madness. Um, for for the for the NCAA. Um, uh, basketball. Hey, my 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 team's like four and twenty right now. So. Is it uh, the Spurs? Yeah, it's the Spurs. Of course. Yeah, it yes, is. yes, yes. They they're killing me right now. They just they just lost by four points today, right now to the to the um, to the Bucks. So um but again they're in a they're in a regrowth year. I think uh Wimby's gonna be great. You know Absolutely. what? We, we we keep this up. We'll get the first or second round pick again second pick, so we'll have two stars. Um but yeah, you know, I got all that going on and no. Absolutely. Well, I will say this. Um, I do think um, within the next couple of years before Pop decides to hang it up, um, I do think y'all are going to get one more playoff berth with Pop. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, dude, as usual, it was fun. Um, do this again next week. Sounds good. I can't wait. I mean, big, big things to talk about. Oh, dude, absolutely. I'll be sure to keep an eye on Collision. Um, and then, of course, um, we'll figure out a time for next week uh, when we do episode five. We'll react to Collision. Um, and, uh, of course, Dynamite. And then uh, when is uh, Royal Rumble this month? 27th, I believe. 27th? Okay. Yeah, I think it's – let me let me see. It's uh, – no, yeah, I think it is the 27th. I think it's yeah, that last week of this, this Saturday is the 6th. Next week, next Saturday is the 13th. Two weeks after that is the 20th. Yeah. And then three, three weeks after that is the 27th. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So we'll definitely, we'll definitely keep an eye on um, what's going on in WWE because it's going to be a little bit before Revolution. But, um, dude. As always, I appreciate you, brother. I agree, I agree. I appreciate you too. Glad you made this podcast. You know, I think I think definitely can't wait to see what this year brings for uh, both of us in this podcast. Absolutely, you know, man. First, first one in twenty twenty four done. Absolutely, no. man, for sure. And be listen, be sure even more than ever now to promote uh, Russell Empire. Um, you know, because again, it's part of the Phoenix Empire family, which brother, I'm glad that you're a part of, man, because, you know, as you know, I don't like a lot of people in general, but I'm not going to get into that right now. But you're one of the good ones, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Well, listen, um, go get some sleep. OK, you are <laughs> fucking exhausted and I'm impressed <laughs> you lasted this long to do episode four of Russell Empire, brother. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, brother. I'll see you soon. And um, as for everyone else, I will, um, I'll close the show when we come back um, after this. Next. Alan, I'll see you soon, brother. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, man. All All right. right. Closing out the show. Next. What an event it was, Taz, in your backyard of New York. Without Adam Cole, shock the world on Long Island this past Saturday at World's End. When MJF lost the AEW World Championship, he thought that at least he still had his best friend, Adam Cole. But that was most certainly not the case. And when, it, when Adam Cole revealed himself as, as Devil Taz, I think everyone had the same thought. Just so many questions. Why? Why do this for so long? Why do this to Max? And I, we may be on the verge of finding out some answers. No, I think you're right, Excalibur. But hopefully we do get some answers right here in Newark, New Jersey, live on Dynamite. I mean, maybe we're going to get answers. Who knows? I, I wonder when it started. I wonder if it started from the very first where they began, t- began tagging together MJF and Adam Cole. Did, did that start then? And of course, it's not just Adam Cole revealing himself as the devil. The identity of the masked men revealed as well. Roderick Strong, Wardlow, and now the men we understand are the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven, the kingdom. you got to give Roderick Strong a lot of credit because he made it really seem like 
that he knew that Max was behind all this. He made a red herring. Yeah, it's a red herring. Very good. He really made us believe it in many ways. But See, all along, Cole still injured. That walking boot. I mean, he's just coming off double ankle surgery. But he has surrounded himself with some serious firepower, Taz. Oh, he definitely has. Everybody, shut up! And listen to my best friend, Adam! What, what, you guys don't have sympathy for me? Listen, I find it, I find it so, so ironic that so many people were disgusted, appalled, shocked by what happened at World's End, which to me means two things. One, you're all stupid, and two, you don't understand right from wrong. Uh, you, you think I'm the bad guy. You think we are the bad guys because I betrayed MJF. You know, MJF... The guy who has created more enemies in AEW than anyone ever. The guy who for years, for years, has run his mouth about every single person in that locker room and all of you. But I'm the bad guy. Listen, if that makes me the devil, then buy me a first class ticket straight to hell. MJF is a narcissist. The only person that MJF cares about is MJF. And MJF, he's had his claws hooked into AEW for far too long. And I think it's about damn time there was a change. Uh, because someday, someday, a lot of them do now, but most of that locker room will thank me. Most of you, someday, will thank me. Hell, even Tony Khan will thank me because fact is, guys, MJF is gone and he's never coming back. How could you, Adam? How could you? Well, there's a lot of reasons why I did what I did. First of all, the second MJF felt like he didn't need me anymore, he would have done the exact same thing to me. I just beat him to the punch. But that, that's the key word, need. Because Adam Cole never needed MJF. MJF needed Adam Cole. I sacrificed everything within that friendship. For God's sakes, that's how I broke my damn ankle. I'm the one who lost something, not him. MJF needed Adam Cole. As a matter of fact, none of you would even be cheering or chanting for MJF without Adam Cole. Better than you, Bebe, made you fall in love with MJF. That's me. I saved MJF's world championship reign, and I also ended it. Because in the beginning, in the beginning, this was all about 
the AEW World Championship, and then it turned, <laughs> it turned into something so, so much more. This is about destroying a man to his core. This is about ripping out a man's heart and bringing him to his knees. Because you can chant all that you want, but boys and girls, MJF is dead. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you who is very much alive. That is the undisputed kingdom. And aside from our disdain of the guy who doesn't work here anymore, we have one goal in common, and that's to win championship gold. We have Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, your Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. friend, Roderick Strong, who's going to go after the AEW International Championship. And Wardlow, finally with a group of people who actually respect him. Wardlow is going to go after the AEW World Championship. And when the time is right, and I'm 100% healed. Wardlow, I promise you, he's going to do the right thing. He's going to forfeit the AEW World Championship and give it to me. But speaking of the AEW World Championship, congratulations to Samoa Joe. Joe, it was an absolute pleasure doing business with you. It really, really was. It was no problem at all for us to take out Hangman Adam Page for you. But Joe, I do sincerely, sincerely mean this. I really, really hope that by the time Wardlow moves up the ranks and gets ready to challenge for the AEW World Championship, I hope you are not the champion because it would really, really suck to hurt a friend. Self-esteem is built on action, and we took action. We were sick, and we were tired of waiting for things to change because AEW needed change, and we gave it to you. Welcome. The Undisputed Kingdom starts a new chapter here in AEW. And the devil, the devil's here to stay, baby. Extra depth. Texas and New Mexico are both home to the worst drivers in the entire country. What a shame. What a shame. That is, <laughs> I guess. Well, that's according to a new report by Forbes Advisor. And ABC7's Rosemary Montañez spoke to drivers and experts about the new ranking. Rosemary used to drive back and forth to Texas and New Mexico. Oh, yeah. A lot of really bad drivers in between. <laughs> but let me tell you and something. The, Rosemary, the best part about this is we're not just the worst. We're, like, perfectly the worst. <laughs> perfectly the worst. Number one, in fact, that's all according to Forbes to say Texas is number one, New Mexico comes in sixth place. And I talked to a lot of El Pasoans today who say they are not surprised. <laughs> I've seen a lot of bad drivers out there, um, more so recently. To go progressively in the past like decade, I've seen it kind of get worse and worse, more wrecks. Some El Pasoans were quick to react after learning Texas is home to the worst drivers in the country. Texas received a whopping score of 100 out of 100, and New Mexico got a 78.
I asked El Pasoans what type of reckless driving they see the most on the streets. Well, lately, several times, people running red lights have just, yeah, I've almost been hit a couple times just in the last few months. People just run lights. They actually speed up to go through them. I experienced some friends of mine that actually have crashed because they were drunk. Before. Austin police still looking for a driver who they say killed an Austin woman last month in an act of road rage. KVU's Derenisha Heron joins us in studio tonight. And Derenisha, police are seeing more and more terrifying cases like this in our town. Yeah, Quita, we've been reporting on so many of these road road rage cases over the years. It's actually happening so much that Austin police say they did not start classifying these incidents as road rage until late 2020. I was able to speak to a family member of Austin's most recent case. Road rage, a phrase becoming more common, an action becoming more deadly, creating an unbearable pain for families. Easy going, didn't have any enemies. It was just pure shock to everybody. Brad Shackelford and his family are feeling that pain now. His niece, Tressa Ferguson, got into a minor wreck in North Austin on September 30th. After pulling over to exchange information, police say she was shot and killed. Everybody associated with her is just devastated. Um, it's really been a traumatic incident. These senseless acts are happening more all over the country. According to Everytown Research, from 2018 to 2022, the number of road rage deaths nationwide doubled. And investigators here in Austin say... This is my second road rage homicide of this year that I've personally worked. I know over, over an aggravated assault, they have a few cases that come in. Uh, I think even weekly uh, with road rage incidents. Just in August, five-year-old Catalina Zamora was shot in a road rage incident in Del Valley while riding home with her parents after grocery shopping. I don't think any family should go through that. And um, especially for a five-year-old. Just this past Saturday, 23-year-old Joshua Ford was arrested in Pflugerville. According to an arrest document, police say he pulled a gun on a woman and her six-year-old child while driving in broad daylight. Police say if you find yourself dealing with an angry driver, the best thing to do is to not engage. Uh, just stay mobile, call 911. That allows our officers to get to you in a timely manner and allows you to get to a safe place rather than engaging uh, with the other person. In Tressa's case, police say she was not an aggressor. Her family saying she stayed true to herself until the very end. A wonderful person, loved everybody, funny, hilarious. In Tressa's case, police say they do not have a description of the suspect, but know the person was driving a gray four-door sedan. There is a $1,000 reward for information that leads to an arrest. Also, her family has a GoFundMe. We've posted it with this story on our website. Just go to kview.com. Quita. Oh, bless America. Despite all the barriers, if you do whatever you do every day, you can get it. I did it.
From the poorest, I said I gotta push for all of my dreams and they flourished in a forest full of obstacles I got to do cause I'm Morris. Don't ignore it, that I built this vocab without a thesaurus. When the war is pressing, they be asking me questions like Katie Couric. Like, did you sell dope when you fell broke? Trying to stop a Mel's hope who never dropped the gel soap. Made up out of hell scope, they ask can I spell vote? I'm feeling like they trying to tell jokes, Chappelle wrote. I'm a US citizen escaping the penitentiary they hit us in. This kid has been fitted to quit and then spit it and shit again. But I became noble and well-rounded. Like an oval, never will I be grounded for disposal. Everybody be astounded by the moguls. No more saying I can't afford this. Even when I was down, my plan was to never abort this. Don't forget, they said I sold my soul. That's horse shit. Cause I simply thought my way into the Forbes list. So God bless America. And God we trust. For royalty, they can't take that from us. No matter Tomorrow will be episode 12 of State of the Real Union. On tomorrow's episode, I'm going to do a very, very big thing um, on driving in the state of Texas. Uh, first of all, shout out to some of my new supporters today who um, wanted to hear more about uh, the state of driving in Texas. And now that I think about it, um, it is also personal to me because first of all, um, if my main supporters know so far, um, it's very personal to me because of um, my friend Miranda Lopez who was killed in a road rage incident uh, or a road rage homicide uh, several years ago. Uh, to this day, that case is still personal to me. Um, but also, it's also personal to me because I worry about Nicole driving. Um, I also worry about my father and I worry about everyone else who I know and I love and I care about driving. Um, and it's time to be real about that. Um, I will share a quick story real quick in regards to that. Um, it actually happened a couple of weeks ago, and honestly, I think this was also where um, I didn't, where it also kind of inspired me to do an episode on Texas driving, uh, Texas drivers. So a few weeks ago, the Queen and I, um, we were um, out and about in Austin. Um, I was out and about with her, um, just going around. Um, going to the gym and all that stuff. So we were on Brody Lane, um, near Lifetime Fitness. And the traffic in Austin is so fucking bad. And there was no way we could have gotten over. Um, and we were stuck in the middle of the traffic. But this guy, this fucking asshole... I forgot what car he was driving. He was honking at Nicole. Um, you know, which was making Nicole very nervous. And as Nicole's boyfriend and king and protector, I was getting pissed off. And as he was driving by, he literally yelled at us 
saying, move over! And it was like, she can't move over, jackass! How the fuck could she move over? Why do people have to be so fucking stupid? Especially on Texas roads. Why? I'll tell you why. California. California is the reason why Texas roads have become absolute dog shit. But if you want more, you ought to tune in tomorrow. Episode 12. Texas. More like Texafornia. I love you guys. I appreciate you all. Um, we are just getting started building this thing. Um, 2024 is off to a very, very good start. Um, to anybody I know who drives out there, whether it's my people or it's my supporters of the podcast or any of my favorite Uber drivers, guys, please be careful out there on the roads. People drive like fucking idiots out there. But I'll get more into that tomorrow. As always, I want to thank my boy Alan for joining me um, for episode four of Wrestle Empire. Um, the first episode overall of the Phoenix Empire family. And also, um, um, also, um, Wrestle Empire is officially done. Um, and we are reaching 20 followers with more to come and I just can't wait. But again, please be safe out there on the roads, but I'll get into more of that tomorrow. But this is not Texas anymore. This is Texafornia now, but I'll, again, more on that tomorrow. I love you guys. I appreciate you all as always. And, you know, we are just getting started. Uh, times are changing. Um, push over no more come 2024. And as always, remember, when you feel what you want to feel, you're being real. And being real is a very big deal. Until tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Peace and love. I'll see you all tomorrow. And now, here's Tokyo. I'll see y'all tomorrow.
Hey y'all, Sky here. Uh, thank you all for listening to my podcast today. Um, if you like what you've heard, uh, please leave a review. Rate me five stars. I can use all the help I can get. Um, but if there's anything I can improve on, um, still leave a review. Let me know what I can do to um, do better. Um, again, I cannot do this without your guys' help. Spread the word. Spread the love, spread the realness. Thank you guys, and I'll see you all very soon. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I'm in the empire business.